Welcome to the Major Issues Podcast, episode 251. We're back from our major hiatus and we're tackling some of the latest and greatest news that we've missed since we've been gone. Jump right into a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast right now. Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano, aka The Don, and if you're listening to this, first of all, welcome the hell back. It's been a major hiatus for the Major Issues podcast, but now we're doing a major reboot of sorts. We're still brought to you each and every Wednesday by ComicBookClick.com, and I'm not alone. Sir, if you could please introduce yourself. Yo, what's going on, you guys? It's... Your boy, Aaron Robertson, a.k.a. A-Rob, the Marvel God, joining my boy, George, on his marvelous, probably one of the greatest podcasts out there in podcast universe. <laughs> the major issues. Well, that's the whole thing, man. We decided to take a, a break, to take a hiatus, to sort of kind of clear the thoughts and the minds. We've been doing this nonstop for about four years now, and we wanted to kind of see what you guys were gravitating towards. And we've noticed that it's a bit of the breaking news stuff also with some of the regular stuff that we do where we take a topic and we just deep dive every single week. So what we're going to start doing as part of the Major Issues podcast, and that's why A-Rob, the Marvel God, I'm telling you, I went and I scoured the freaking multiverse. All right, I needed somebody, I needed a watcher of sorts, somebody who was paying attention to the the world of comic books and comic book media and could just report and you know what the craziest part about it is he wants to interfere he just can't he sees this stuff happening out there in in the world of comic books and comic book media he just can't interfere so a rob the marvel god is going to be here with us each and every week to give us a bit of news and then we'll just jump into the topic of the week thing is this week the topic of the week is a bit of news. This is a full Man. news episode. We've missed a full month of news. And oh my God. To be honest, uh, A-Rob, it's one of those things where because we were tackling a different subject every week, there's so much of the stuff that I've just not been able to talk about. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff <laughs> that I've been to talk about. So we're going to jump right in. Um, I know you've gathered some of the biggest news stories out there. I've got a couple here. And yeah, let this be a conversation. Welcome, everyone, once again. And uh, let's let it rip. Welcome, welcome. I've taken a solemn vow not to <laughs> interfere. But now I've broken that vow oh, to no. bring out the latest and greatest in Marvel news and comic books. And all comic book media, man, there's so much, so much, just in a what, month alone. A hundred percent. What's on your mind, though? What, what, what's, what's, what's grinding your gears nowadays, bro? What's grinding my gears? What's grinding my gears? The biggest news is happening. It's Deadpool coming back to the MCU. He's coming to the MCU, but not only is he coming to the MCU, he's not coming alone, ladies and gentlemen. He's coming with, oh my God, the OG, the he shaped our. Our, our childhoods when it comes to Marvel movies. Hugh Jackman. Uh-huh. Oh my God, he's coming back I, as Wolverine. <laughs> so much, so much to say about this up front. First thing is, it just shows you the pure amount of magnitude and star power these two have, where they can. This is the most joke announcement of a movie I've ever seen. For you know, like this Man. is the most flippant. And the idea that 
that's all they need to do to sell it. Like everyone's talking about it. We have right. Black and Adam out in three weeks. No one said a damn thing about Black Adam. Meanwhile, like, Rock- and, and he dropped a new trailer that was just, but Deadpool and Wolverine. Just the memes alone with Deadpool. Just it's just I'm- all the marketing Marvel needs. So <laughs> crazy. And it, this was one of those properties that was a bit, um, like everyone was curious as to how they were going to fit it in the MCU. Yeah. We don't even have answers to that. We still don't have answers to that. You know, uh, they made a joking video where they quote unquote tried to explain how Deadpool can be integrated into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think most people are really worried about the profanity. Like they want to see whether or not he'll be able to. But I've been watching some of these films, bro. They be cursing. Right? They, Language. Think, oh. They be cursing in Multiverse of Madness. I think they said something. They be, they be, a lot of sh- shits get dropped <laughs> in, in Marvel films. I was thinking about that, but I was just watching Blade Trinity Blade Three with yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yes, that I think that's the brand of comedy that there's going to be in the MCU with Deadpool. Just a lot okay. of you know, he's going to have the word "fuck you" written on him, but he's not going to say it. Right, you right, know? right. right. <laughs> I, you know, that's been one of my things I've been joking about lately. I am if we can get Hannibal King. In Secret Wars, bro, I will freaking explode. I'll die. <laughs> I'm I, like, I want Ryan Reynolds to bring I, back, bring back Hannibal King. The people want it. You, you already, you're, you're gonna give us what we wanted with Wolverine and Deadpool, um, and, but bring us back Hannibal King. So, what, oh, what man. are your ideas towards this film? Like, is there any way this can go wrong? Is there any way that this perfect pairing the, the, the idea of wolverine and deadpool in a marvel cinematic universe film where could they fall short because that it all looks too good to be true almost right it's it's almost like that giddy feeling when they announced no way home and it was like we're gonna get three spider-men we're gonna get deadpool <laughs> right. and wolverine. Like, yeah it, it's, it's almost like christmas that feeling and and i, I there's honestly there they can't really mess this up it's Deadpool the Wolverine. It's gonna yeah, be a yeah. good, good cop, buddy, buddy cop movie, kind of like with um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, except with a lot more brutality, yeah, <laughs> and jokes. Yeah. This has got to be also, factors. yeah, a lot of healing factors, a lot of blood, a lot this, more blood. Oh yeah, there's got to be. Um, this is gonna be the biggest movie to deal with mutants, also on the Marvel right. side. Now that I think about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When especially right when it comes to the popularity of mutants, Deadpool and Wolverine, and I would argue Magneto and Storm, you know, Professor Xavier. But for the most part, Wolverine has been the face of the X Men. I'll argue in the comics and the movies for the last almost twenty years. Yeah. So it makes yeah. sense to bring him over first before introducing everyone else. <laughs> exactly, and like. And what the funny thing about the Deadpool of it all is that he can cover for any studio BS with a joke. Like he, all, you know, all he all he needs is a joke to explain the timelines, explain why Logan's still alive, any of that kind right. of stuff. Um, what I wanted to know from you though is where are you putting your money? Are we getting Wolverine in the suit? Oh yeah, we're, we're definitely after it's been it's been damn near <laughs> twenty years. We're, we're definitely going to get the classic iconic. Yellow and blue with a hint of bit of a hint of black in it. We're yeah. definitely gonna get the iconic suit. They have no choice but to give us it. It, it. It's it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to have that ketchup Deadpool with that mustard Logan. 
put them together and it's a whole big mess. <laughs> but it's going to be it, a good, fun ride of a mess. <laughs> it would be tragic if if you went his entire run playing Logan and never put on the suit. Right? Like, it, it's it, it's a love letter that they have to do it now. Yeah. Kind of like with um, but how with um Professor Xavier in Multiverse of Madness, how they rolled him out in the classic <laughs> yeah. animated yellow hover chair with a... Oh my god. <laughs> just talking about it just gives me shivers. It's like it's gonna be just like that. Just the introduction of them. <laughs> yeah. One of the one of the things that also has been rumored um is that Marvel may not be able to use new actors for the X-Men until 2025. Uh the, oh, it's yeah. it's not something that's been confirmed, but the idea that this movie is taking place and it's not using new actors kind of puts fuel to that fire. Um, so I wonder, like, if this is going to be a bit of a end of the world party for that universe, put them all in, put, 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 right. <laughs> put all those actors in, bring them all back, do jokes with them, have a blast. Yes, right. put all the fruits in the basket, put everything in the basket. They, yeah, they might as well, because I have seen that rumor and it has been confirmed for the most part that a lot of these actors contracts do end in 2025. So with Disney Marvel's acquisition of Fox Entertainment, they're trying to, you know, build up this hype for the next 10 years with the mutants leading that, you know, they want to, you know, give us that last bit of um, the, the Fox yeah. universe that we love. Like they gave us Quicksilver and WandaVision, you know, they they gave us Professor X and uh, Multiverse of Madness. Now we're getting Logan and Deadpool the year before their contract ends. I I think they're going to try to push out at least one or two more actors from the Fox universe. At any, least. Anyone you want to see? Anyone you want to see come back? Any? Oh, man. Oh, put me on the spot. Definitely Michael Fassbender's Magneto. That'd be pretty cool. He was so iconic. Never a moment when he was on screen. Dude, I didn't. I, I loved his portrayal of Magneto. It was perfect. He was quotable. He was a lovable villain. You understood his motivations. Michael Fa it is Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on, y'all. <laughs> I love even when they got to uh, Dark Phoenix, he's like, there's always a speech. I'm never listening. <laughs> like, yep. like, well, he talks always Charles. speech, Charles. <laughs> Mutants all the future, Charles. Mutants all the future. Every hey, single so time. Every time. There's Michael Fassbender and maybe this might be out of uh, left field, but um, the actor that played Gambit in Wolverine Origins. Oh wow, Taylor Kitsch. I want to say is his name. Yep, yep. Catch, he was uh, he was the guy from John Carter, which was also yep, not yep, something yep. that a lot of people saw. Poor guy. Yep. <laughs> I, I really want to give him another chance. Just do literally took right. it out. Like those are the reasons why. Like he, Hollywood has not been kind to him. I feel like he's getting <laughs> like the Brandon Fraser treatment. Like he he's been in all these great like action films, but he, like he hasn't got like the thing to just like. Put him over, you know. Like yeah. he's a great actor. It's just the projects that he's a part of don't have that. <clears throat> it just it is they just fall flat. Yeah, I'll say say it. But those are my two picks right there. Just Michael Fassbender, Magneto, and Catch Gambit. Just to be hilarious. If it's a dream scenario, just to be hilarious, I want your Taylor Kitsch Gambit in there. But then I also want Channing Tatum's Gambit in there. Variants. <laughs> Variants. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I, 
I don't know if he's ever going to get another bite of that apple. That was a long-standing rumor. The Gambit movie, Chad Tatum, never ended up happening. Bring his ass in. That would be freaking hilarious. So that, that rumor has been going around since Obama was in office. <laughs> like, like yeah. since 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Like, like oh, we were going to Gambit movie. He's oh, the Gambit Black Adam of, of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> 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 Waiting for that movie to come out. The casting been 10 years in the making, and you just waited like... Delay, delay, delay. And then just for the jokes, give me Yukio back. I need some more. Hi, Wade. <laughs> hey, Yukio. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like the Yes, Yukio. yes. Bring on like the actual, like the rest of the new mutants. Yeah, like the yeah. New why not? Why not? Colossus, bring them all in. Negasonic. We know why we can't get Gina Carano. That's a whole other story, but right, <laughs> that's that, a whole other story. For we we can day. talk about that later. Just, man, just, just, mm, she should have just stopped where she was ahead. Amen. <laughs> Some some uh some graves uh dig themselves, bro. <laughs> that's just right. That's just Speaking of graves digging themselves, Deadpool, he he's the king of that, but he you know with his healing factor, he he finds a way to dig himself out of it. And there's going to be a lot of death in Deadpool and Wolverine. Just just with their antics, Wolverine is going to kill Deadpool a lot on screen. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That'd be so funny. Like that's definitely gonna happen. Like they're gonna give us that good um dark uh humor when it comes to the brutality of Marvel. Like, cause we really don't see that, you know. Like it's just a lot of one and done fights with a lot of minions and stuff and and goons. Right. One of the th- one of the things that we would have been seeing that level of danger and disaster in would have been Blade, but they don't even have a director anymore. <laughs> so what what's right. going on? What's going on in that land over there? And Blade, that kind of that kind of hurt me because Blade has already been delayed for almost two years now. We were besides COVID delaying it, we were supposed to get Blade back in 2020, believe it or not, in February. You know, Black Hair Stream of, uh, you know, but yeah. um, it it's kind of like Marshall I I sympathize with him. It's frustrating because it's you have the star power, you have. The, the the great studio that is Marvel Studios behind you. So you have all this re- the resources, the writing, the staff to produce this, but it just seems like it's not getting off the ground. Yeah. It's like, what's going on? Right. And we're we're about a month, I mean, not a month, a year from its release. You, right. you know, like it's supposed to come out in November of next year. And we're now talking in October. Uh, they got to find a director, and I, I've heard, I've heard, you know, the rumor mill is always crazy with stuff like this. I've always heard scared. that the story wasn't all that great, and Mahershala Ali wanted a, a complete rewrite. Right. Um, you know, I've heard that. The, I've heard that, yeah. Director issues with the studio, you know, um, or, or yeah. just not the vision being complete, but. Yeah, like we're in an age right now of reshoots and, you know, rewrites and some of these things get mangled. I just hope that this isn't one of those properties that just gets chewed up and spit out like a Morbius kind of thing where it's like (laughs) we're just going to keep doing reshoots. Now it's not even looking like the movie we were promoting anymore and it's just, you know, push it out. Uh, Blade, when you consider what Blade did for marvel i won't say the mcu but marvel as far as movies are concerned like this should be the second coming of that this should be the uh grand opening of a new adult marvel sort of brand and property obviously we can't go r because we'll alienate the kids and the kids bring money but i was really i i do and i have high hopes for this i don't know if this news um you know speaks to it being something that's gonna be uh worth it then 
So many uh, vampire mentions, by the way. We just got right, a vampire, yeah, uh, Morbius. <laughs> yeah, we just got a vampire mention in She-Hulk. There was vampire mentions in the TVA. Um, you know, the vampires exist in the MCU supposedly, so we'll be seeing how uh, Korg mentions, right? You can use this to right. stab three vampires at the same time. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so he so the vampires exist. Um, I'll be very interested. I have a feeling we'll get more to chew on with this with Werewolf by Night. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like with Multiverse of Madness and then Werewolf by Night, they're definitely introducing those supernatural um, aspects of Marvel. And as you said, the getting that that flagship of the of Blade as it was before, like twenty years ago, it was like the beginning of adult like media or comic book entertainment. Right. And Blade should be that second coming is that second coming for that but because of all the i guess for lack of better words controversy with the director leaving uh the rumor of the writing not being as good as it should but i have heard other rumors that it it's amazing and that's why mahershala is um sticking on for so long because of you know the writing is good it's just you know with the director being busy having his own schedule to um you know to adhere to he has, I heard he had no choice but to just bow out because he has other responsibilities. And, you know, Marvel will, I'm sure Marvel, Kevin Feige will find another director or any director that would just want to direct Blade. Like, who wouldn't want to do that? I, I even heard a rumor that they even got Sam Raimi to do it. So, Sam Raimi, more horror in your face. I'm, I'm mad about that. But um, Werewolf by Night would definitely introduce more of those um, supernatural horror aspects of vampires because we we, we've been getting hints of vampires since yeah, 2017, 2015 that they exist in this universe. We just haven't been introduced to them like fully, you know, actually. Yeah, I um, I heard those rumors as well that uh, they were eyeing Sam Raimi. I mean, after Multiverse of Madness, you can't go wrong with Sam Raimi in a horror-themed uh, something or other. I wonder if it'd be too jokey. I kind of want my blade to be a bit bleak, man. I want this. But I'm also wondering, like, a lot of what people remember about Blade, and we're going to get into this when we talk about Constantine, which we will in a bit. A lot of what people remember about Blade were things that Wesley and that director put in the film that weren't necessarily in the comics. The same way that the Constantine that people remember from the film is almost nothing like the comics. So I wonder, do they go back to that where they redefine Blade for the comics? Or are we getting a British, right? Because he's from like London, I want to say. Yeah, he's born in London. Um, he, I want to say he was in London when he spoke to Black Knight in Eternals. I think mm-hmm. I think uh, Black Knight was in London or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. So like... I wonder if they're keeping that aspect of it. I heard a rumor that it would be like a not a time travel, but like almost a time jumping movie, which it would deal with the 100 years that he's been vampire hunting since the early 1900s. Or Yeah, know, I've heard that rumor right? too. And also that it would take place between 1980s and 1990s to give him that, you know, all black leather, cool 80s. Right, style, right. Yeah, yeah. Like that he had in Original Blades. Right, right. Like they, they, they honestly can't go wrong with any direction. He can... They can just have um, flashbacks to him just vampire hunting since the 1900s until the snap until the present where he meets Dan Whitman's yeah. um, Kit Harrington in the end of Eternals. Or they can just have it where the blade takes place in the 1980s and then in credit where he meets up with Black Knight. 100%. You know, 
Yeah. They, they or it takes us right back to that it. moment from his perspective. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it. that would, man, right there, that, they can even, honestly tie it either way. Either way. Because, like, yeah. just with, like, in the comics, something could be happening over here, like, in the movies, just to um, point out something, like, you know, no Avenger was involved with the Eternals, or no Avenger was involved in WandaVision, things would be happening across the planet that you would not know of. But as the audience, we only know it because we see it, right? You know, yeah. so there could be my favorite tons thing being, of things happening. My favorite thing being the red room falling out of the sky and no one saying a damn thing about oh. it. <laughs> no, it's like if a if a if a hidden fortress falls out of the sky and it doesn't make a sound, you know, like does it? Or if no one sees it, that's make funny. A sound. Is that a meme? Someone copyright that comic book. Yeah, yeah. That's our meme. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm a like, falling fortress falls out of the sky. <laughs> Wait, anyone hear it? Yeah, yeah. No one saw it. Doesn't make a sound. It's uh, it, you know, it's absolutely crazy. But yeah, fingers crossed. Mahershala Ali don't miss, bro. You know, we're I think we're talking about two-time Oscar winner, Mahershala Ali. You know, and uh, he don't miss. So I, I have high hopes for everything Blade. Oh yeah, most definitely. Same here. Same here. And I have definitely have faith in Blade. They they can't go wrong because of that love letter of how it was. That love letter that they have to send because it was one of the first Marvel properties that made it mainstream for yeah. comic book movies. And they've shown an appetite. I think the fan base has shown an appetite for this more adult stuff. They're getting a bit fidgety oh, yeah. with the with the with the cutesy stuff. They're getting a bit fidgety. So we with um Secret Invasion and hopefully stuff like this will be turning the tide. Those that are growing up now in phase four will watch these films and the films of, of the past and be a part of it. And then those who were young when phase one came out are growing with the franchise. And so they should be about the age to watch some of the more adult, uh, you know, more, I want to say phase four has, and moving forward is a lot dealing with consequences. We usually weren't dealing with consequences. We'd burn something down and just walk away. And now we're like, well, what does this mean? And who got hurt and who else is affected and how do we move going forward? So um, I'm, I'm, I'm totally down with, with all this, uh, with the direction that they're going. And I'm just, I, I have to trust them. They've, they've not, they've never done me wrong. Right. Same here. Yeah. Like they, they really can't miss, especially with, uh, like you said, like a lot of us have grown with the uh, franchise since 2008, and they are introducing more of those um, violence or I guess for lack of a better words, rated R, close to our hard R projects. We got a little bit of that in Moon Knight, you know, the supernatural and the violence. Mark Spector did bring the brutality. Too bad we couldn't see what Jake was doing. Hopefully <laughs> season two, we'll see more of Jake. But definitely Werewolf by Night would introduce open the door more or less for the supernatural violence because you can get away with that with you know cgi you know on other monsters and faceless minions yeah versus other humans you know oh they're definitely gonna do some camera work and camera tricks like i think when you talk about moon knight you talk about like the adult nature of that there's a part where that man is holding a scarab in his entire hand up to basically his elbow is covered in blood now we right. didn't watch the man do it, but that totally happened somewhere in that universe. Right, and it's, I, it's up to the viewer, just to, their imagination, just the what happened. Yeah, <laughs> and that composer Michael Giacchino, am I saying yep. that right? He's yep, doing Werewolf by Night. He's directing and he's doing the music for Werewolf by Night, and he's already said that very, very similarly to old horror movies of that era, 
it'll be more frightening what you don't see, what you can hear, but you don't necessarily see. So I can in black and white. What's the difference between an oil splatter and a blood splatter? Right? It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. When Wanda comes out covered in the Ultron bots oil, it looks like a horror movie. It looks like she's covered in blood. She, she didn't kill any humans to that point, in my knowledge. But, but uh, you know, straight carry vibes. Get the same effect, but cutting around, and they seem to be pretty good at that, which is why I have no problem with Deadpool. I know they'll find a way to get that same vibe, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that camera work with the 1930s vibe, that, like you said, like, you can't tell if it's blood or is it an oil spill, and, and that's the great thing about horror. It's the things that you don't see, which your leaves mind. it up to the right, which your mind, your imagination would just go until you see the actual thing and it's not what you expect and then it's just twice as horrifying yeah and i yeah. think we're gonna i really hope we're gonna get that especially with those trailers and teasers with werewolf by night they're definitely gonna bring the horror vibes of the classic era that that started the monster horror genre honestly they're gonna revamp I, it they had me when i saw a man thing when i saw a man thing i'm like we doing man thing bro right man thing and and speaking of man thing with okay so with man thing going back to deadpool and wolverine oh yeah we might be leading into uh captain america with this the weapon x program or weapons plus you're right they might we might finally see the origin of how captain america's project rebirth came to be because it was started with weapon plus mm -hmm. the program that made Wolverine and Deadpool. Yeah. And Man Thing was a product of that. He was Weapon 5. So many. I think Luke Cage is one of those people yep, who they, Weapon they, Six. Yeah, that they that they messed around with uh with all that kind of stuff. So and it also Man Thing also brings me to um Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. <laughs> oh man. If they could do like a Deadpool kills the Fox universe. The Fox universe. <laughs> That'd be so. That'd be so cool. You know. Yes. That'd be so cool. And we got man the, thing. You know, t Taskmaster. Now it's she's a female, but you get me. <laughs> like, right, man, cool. You know, still be a good ending. But like, they could definitely do it. Just Deadpool Wolverine at the end of Deadpool. He just meets up with Man Thing, or the variant that was time traveling at the end of Deadpool. Like yeah. Deadpool. Took, like he could just the the possibilities. Yeah. The possibilities. I think it. The ball. With this. The ball's in their court. They know what they got. They know what they can do. Yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, hold on. Speaking of um, Captain America Four, have you um heard some of the news about that? Ooh, Cap Four. Um, I know via D twenty three, it's called New World Order. There's right, a, NWO. There's a bit of me. There's a bit of me in the secret society or serpent society realm of like. Yeah. I don't know if that's the real title, bro. I don't I, I, I don't know, man. I something tells me they're cooking up something that we're not seeing, that we're not privy to. And I I have my eye on that. Now, in the world of multiverse and a world of all this other kind of stuff, I can't help but feel like we will get a situation in which a younger Steve Rogers will show up. And everyone will be so happy to see a younger Steve Rogers around that they may not, they may not be able to tell that he's not on the up and up like our Steve Rogers. We might get a Captain Hydra situation. And what better way to baptize Sam Wilson than be able to take down, you know, a version of the 
beloved, you know, Steve Rogers, Captain America. Again, all of that could be wrong, but I don't trust these bastards. I feel like they're <laughs> hiding something. Chris Evans had said like that he was down to, you know, come back and do something right? push to shove. Um, I just feel like they got there's so That's many it, it was like we were talking about with like DC, um, in the sense that DC has a problem where it can't get out of its origin phase. And because it can't get out of its origin phase, it can't do the big stories that we know because it can't ever pass Crime Alley. So with Marvel, we've now introduced so many people, we can start doing the big stories. We can start pushing these things together. Uh, you know, there's no reason why in a, in a year or two after their introduction, we don't have an Avengers versus X-Men. You know, there's no reason why, why we don't, you know, tackle some of that stuff. So I'm so interested in seeing how they do with this. But the big thing I heard about where Captain America 4 was the leader? We're getting the leader back, bro? Right? The leader? We're getting a Hulk villain in a Captain America movie? Right, right. Go off, Kevin. <laughs> which, which, like you said again, Hulk is a derivative of the super, uh, the super soldier program. You know what I'm saying? Right? So we're going right back to all of it again. And it's funny because that's very all similar. Connected. Like... Yeah, Spidey had to clean up a lot of Iron Man's problems, and now Sam's going to have to clean up a lot of Steve's, <laughs> the fake Captain America's out there, you know, as he just dealt with freaking U.S. agent. Now he's going to have to deal with the, with the leader. That Rumor has it because the leader's there. We might get more hulks. Who knows what the hell that means? Um, but what do, you, what do you think this New World Order is, is, is talking? If this is legit, if we're really going with Captain America New World Order, what do you think the New World Order is referring to? I think Nora Order, it might be referring to a lot of the fallout from Black Widow, Civil War, Falcon and Winter Soldier, just a lot of the government themes. Ah, political stuff, yeah. Yeah, because if some of us remember, or if you don't recall, Captain America Winter Soldier was a political thriller. Captain America New World Order is being dubbed a paranoia thriller. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of like you said, we don't trust these bastards out here, especially with secret invasion. It's going to be a yeah. lot of um, <laughs> yeah. lots of shadow and gray area. That cap, that the new cap, that Sam Wilson, our cat captain, is yeah. going to be working on. Oh, captain, probably cleaning up captain. a lot of. Oh, captain, my captain! <laughs> like yeah. he was definitely going to be cleaning up a lot of the messes and the fallout of those events. Like because you know we have the thunderbolts coming through, but you know with the events of. Uh, the leader, he's still out here with Hulk's blood. He's still affected by it. We still have a little bit of Super Soldier Serum and, and uh, John Walker. They're still the, the power broker. The, the power, power broker is out and about. Sharon Carter, who knows what she's doing? <laughs> uh, we don't know if she's working on her own or working with Val. They, they, they uh, take her day like De Fontaine. <laughs> uh, do the relief. Do your drive this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a, a pip named Slickback. You got to say the whole right. thing. Right. <laughs> say the whole thing. Like a tribe called Quest. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to say the whole thing. But for all y'all who don't know, her name is Madam Hydra in the comics. So, Serpent yeah. Society may be behind a lot of this. <laughs> 100%. And if you're talking about, you know, the secret invasion of, of it all, soon the government feels like they have to have their own sanctioned Avengers. We right. could be getting a dark rain situation where they bring in, you know, other people to to do this. It would be cool if they tried it with the Thunderbolts, but then they realize that they like they're terrible at like being <laughs> the the like poster people. So they're like, you know what? We're putting you guys in the back. Now you guys are a black ops situation and fucking yeah, like they're just a whole PR nightmare. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> no, bro. Just 
just terrible. Bucky's got got nudes leaked <laughs> on the internet and stuff like that. It's just it's all crazy. They can't handle it. And they because uh, I, 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 I Allegra de Fontaine, Madame Hydra. She does feel like a, a PR sort of expert. The way she's been able to talk to Yelena and um, Walker and stuff like that, she she always feels in control. She always feels like she knows what she's talking about, even if – because we don't know a damn thing about her. So we don't know how deep her fingers are entrenched into all this. I got a question for you. With her, obviously, you know, if you look up her name, it comes up to Madam Hydra. Have we seen the last of Hydra itself? What do, where do you uh, sit on that? I honestly don't think we have with Red Skull being freed from the, you know, the Soul Stone as confirmed by the directors and the writers from Endgame, mm-hmm. with Hydra still in the background of just Marvel in general, they they're not gone. They're never gone. Hydra is never gone. Just like AIM, just like Roxxon, there's always an evil organization in the back pulling the strings. And with Madam Hydra, what's her name again? <laughs> Alleg- Allegra de Fontaine. Allegra de Fontaine, oh my God. No, it's, I think it's they also don't... like, it's harder than that. I think it's like the Count Quintessa Allegra yeah. de Fontaine or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Quintessa, <laughs> yeah, like uh, Madam Hydra, but um, oh, just Val- her... Valentina Allegra de Fo- Fontaine. <laughs> Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, La Contesta Valentina, yeah. It's a lot. Hey, whoever, leave a comment, a voice recorded in the comments. If you can say her whole, whole name five times fast. Yes, and we and, and then and then I'll come back into this episode and take out every time we butchered it and put your audio in <laughs> us perfectly pronouncing it. You know, then that's it. Open and shut case. Are right, we giving a nice shout out? <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. But it's some of the stuff that they're tackling is my bread and butter of the Marvel, that Marvel period where we were just getting banger after banger. We got Civil War, Secret Invasion, Dark Reign, uh, something after that. But you feel me? Like we were getting, <laughs> we were getting, like, it, it, if, if we're going to Dark Reign route, like Asgard, Asgard is in what? Scotland, Norway, I think right now. New yeah. Asgard is in Norway. Maybe, yep. maybe there's some New World Order stuff about that where they're like, we don't want these gods hanging out. Did you see what happened when the gods? butcher showed up now we're now we're a target because these gods are just hanging out in norway like i can see things getting very political causing a a bunch of different um allegiances and stuff um, which was some of the best parts of winter soldier you know watching how the weird bureaucracy of the world the shitty bureaucracy of the world screws us over more times than not right just a massive gray area everyone operates in yeah like there is a lot of like you said before consequences that Phase four is definitely tackling because with phase one through three, it was building up to something. And now with phase four and five, we're seeing the consequences, the aftermath, the fallout of that force, the first three phases of that build-up. We're finally seeing some of that fallout. We have broken Avengers. We we have we don't have technically we don't have an Avengers team. So the world is without superheroes. So Thunderbolts coming in, they might not be the best. Yeah, right, thing. Right, so they right, become yeah. the spec ops behind the scenes team. So we need a new base Avengers. And that's when I guess uh, hopefully with New World Order, the new Avengers will be established with with Wong at the end of it. I'm calling it Wong yeah. is gonna be in a cameo. He's been out here as the new Nick Fury, just right. gathering the new Avengers. He's gathered Wong, he's with She-Hulk, he's got Shang-Chi, like he he he's out here. He's out here. You bring up a good He's point. Definitely... Who do you think? Who do you think it should be? 
to say, you know what, we got to do this again. We got to, we got to, we got to get people back on board and make a team again. Do you think it's Nick Fury after, after Secret Invasion or should it be someone like Sam? Uh, who do you think should be the person to be like, we need a, we need another Avengers and I'm down to start recruiting. You know, I think it might be a team collective, kind of like, not like how the Illuminati were, but that scene in Endgame where you had Black Widow, Rocket, Captain Marvel, Okoye, and Bruce, they're all talking together, exchanging information. It might be a scenario, situation like that, where there's just so many different calamities on Earth and in the galaxy that we need, that the heroes need to coalesce again. That it's time for the Avengers to reform. Sam has been dealing with his problems on his own. Bucky's not ha- doing too good with the Thunderbolts. Uh, Kate Bishop is being trained with Hawkeye. Shang Chi. White is Vision is Wong. confused. Right, White Vision don't know what to do. <laughs> White Vision is looking up the ship of Theseus. Like, wait. <laughs> ship of Theseus. Yeah. Ship of Theseus. White Vision. <laughs> You know, he's all in there. No, but what you're saying, like, that does get me excited. I would, if I had it my way, it wouldn't be in the Avengers film, but I would love if something were to happen where just so many, it causes the attention of so many people to have to get there. And if they could, now again, Marvel, you're doing everything I want. So I have a minor ask. And if you don't even do it, I'm absolutely fine with everything you give me. Please listen, Kevin. (laughs) Please listen, Kevin. Um, if you could find, I know there's already a Steven on the Avengers. <laughs> but if you could find a way to put Steven with a V, if you could put my boy, you know what I'm saying? If you could find a way to put my boy Mooney on the team. Put on boy float like a butterfly sting like just, a bee. I just, want, I just want my boy Mooney on this team. And I want him like in the corner talking to himself and Thor's like, what, what's up with that dude? Like, what's up? What's he? Conchu, that guy's a dick. Like I know Conchu. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a dick. That guy prays to Conchu. Like I just, he is so different than everything we've ever gotten as far as a hero. I want him on a team just to kind of muddy the waters a bit. Maybe someone Definitely. feels like they have to babysit him. You know, like more Moon Knight, more yes. Moon Knight. We definitely. I believe we will see more Moon Knight, and we will see more Moon Knight. In the Midnight Suns. They are building yeah. up to it with Blade at the end, with Black Knight, with Multiverse of Madness, with Werewolf by Night. It It's definitely coming. Midnight Suns is coming through. Is there and any Moon Knight's definitely going to be on that team. <laughs> yeah, is there any reason to believe Moon Knight will be in Werewolf by Night? Um, as a <laughs> moviegoer, this might sound cliched, but you know, with... Moon Knight being a mummy, werewolf <laughs> fight Knight being a werewolf. We got a werewolf Marvel not to put them together or something, especially with Blade being a vampire. Yeah, put Ab- Abbott and Costello meets the werewolf and the mummy, and yeah, yeah like it'd be weird for them not to do the classic team up, or in the you know man thing being the pseudo swap thing, like get oh the you know that, yeah. or what's it called the creature from the Black Lagoon, like that. Yeah. Yo, they totally, yo, they totally could do. That. I didn't even think about it in that way. Uh, and as you know, uh, Moon Knight himself debuts as a character, combo character in Werewolf by Night number thirty-two. So he has right. ties to the property. Um, I- I'm thinking the Werewolf by Night thing is going to be some kind of weird situation where, uh, like this weird miss. I think they got the best hunters in the world to hunt an animal. And we're led to believe, because of the title and because of what we know, that they have been tasked to hunt a werewolf. 
They've gotten the best of the best, tasked a hunter werewolf to see you who can do it. I think that that's a misdirect. I think that one of the hunters is a werewolf, but these werewolves have, I mean, these werewolves, these hunters have been tasked to stop the thing in the swamp. I think they've been brought in to stop man thing or to see if they can, if any hunter could hunt the unhuntable man thing. And one of these hunters just ha- so happens to be a freaking werewolf. And you know, that, that will pull things down. Now, I also think because of the TVA, I can't, I can't figure out why they're there, but somehow, some way, this 1930s vet, um, werewolf man will end up in our main timeline somehow. Now, if that could happen, if he ends up and he shows up in the limo with Jake, and Conchu's like, what's this? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the dog? <laughs> you know? Conchu's with my mark. Yeah. <laughs> All that. Um, I, I can totally see him being pushed forward through time and possibly you just get a shot of Moon Knight watching over this guy just showing up. You know, that would be so, that would be so cool. That would be insane and a totally out of left field thing for Marvel. And it probably most likely could work. Yeah. Who, who's to say? Why I mean, we the know. TVA in the trailer? Yeah. Or we know, we know Faggy's like listening. Right. Like, Faggy, we know you're listening <laughs> to the podcast, bro. We ain't going to out you. You feel me? That's, we don't do right. that out here, but I'm just saying, bro. Like, you know, like one post. Yeah, you see, and we also had the director of Moon Knight, right? And Homeboy shoot a video not too many months ago saying, teasing that they were doing season two. If they're not doing season two, maybe they're doing pickups for a cameo. You know, that that can totally be what they're what they're getting to. Who's to say? I'm telling you, bro. I just connect it, connect it all. I, I'm it's I'm, all I'm down. They I'm have down. they have no choice but to make this nice. They have to make a nice monster universe within the MCU. There's, there's so much going on like with with secret with everything building the secret wars. I can't I can't help but think like a lot of these teams will just meet up with the new Avengers coming through with with the Fantastic Four with the Thunderbolts with oh the Eternals with the new Eternals movie. Eternals Got 2. A, another question for you as far as this dark stuff is concerned. Did you watch Hellstrom? Oh yeah. I loved Hellstrom for the most part. It was good. It was good That's to me. Good to I like, That's good to I like hear. That's good to hear. I like the like that dark super. What? How was paranormal? There it is. The paranormal okay. aspect of Marvel. Interesting, because I I saw that it came out. It had very little fanfare. It had very little like this is a Marvel show. Everybody, it's coming out. It'll be on this, and then it came and went, and I was like, oh right. You know, um, it reminded me of Swamp Thing. Like Swamp Thing had came out, and then the first episode debuted, and it's like, all right, guys, well, Swamp Thing is canceled. So <laughs> and it's like the first episode came yeah. out. What are, we, what are we doing? So I, uh, I didn't watch it because I didn't know where it fell and everything, but I wanted it to be good. We might be seeing a new version of Hellstrom if we're doing, you know, Midnight Suns. If we're doing darker kind of stuff there, that'd be super freaking interesting if we can get uh, to that. We're ma- we're magicked out. You know, we've talked about devils. We talked about portals. We talked about well, that sleep walking thing. What is it? Dream walking. Oh, uh, dream, dream walking. walking. Yep. Like, dream walking. Um, dark dimension. Like we've we've really kind of fleshed out that. I thought this phase would be more cosmic, but it seems to be more magic. Yeah, they are doing that. Uh, magic uh, versus uh, technology, and they are going to probably um come to a. a a line or come to a hill with that in an iron heart where she fights a red hood. But um, yeah. yeah, it does seem like a, it's going more, 
I want to say cosmic, but yeah, more magic. And where that line where magic and technology meets, kind of like with yeah. Shang Chi's Ten Rings and Miss Marvel's Banglet. I like, always you know, think I always think of Thor flirting with Jane. What you call science? We oh, what you call magic? We call science or whatever. You know, he's yeah. trying to teach her about Asgardian magic and stuff. Um, but yeah, we we might be on a precipice of that, and then cosmic because we'll be going Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll be going the Marvels. We'll be going. Uh, up there to in space to see what's going on with all those characters. So this might just be um, Marvel's introduction into not only uh, magic, but religion, you know, like mm, gods yeah. and stuff, the stuff we dealt with in Ms. Marvel, right? Like we're dealing True. with deities and stuff like that. So yeah, this uh, we just phase, had Omnipot Omnipot City? Omnipot Omnipot City? City? Yeah, like this you know? phase has definitely been like the, the biggest phase so far Marvel when it comes to introducing different aspects of belief for just in yeah. Marvel's universe, their hierarchy of celestial gods and beings and entities. Like we, we saw eternity in love and thunder. Yeah. Never saw that guy. I was not expecting that. The great we protector saw, in Shang-Chi, big right, ass dragon. We saw, <laughs> right. Just and we saw out. two celestials two, hanging outside omnipotent city. We just saw, watching, watching shit. And they're like, right, just, Yo, this is crazy. <laughs> like we're definitely heading to a more cosmic, grander scale of marvel especially with how eternals introduced that with erishim just the grand scale yeah. of him on screen compared to cersei when he was holding him and compared to earth Where'd when he when he when his visage breaks uh through earth's atmosphere to me that was one of the most cosmically horrifying things i have ever seen in my life to to feel to look to be that insignificant in the grand scheme of things, a, a fly, a flea, you know, like to be like, we are nothing. Like we're when he nothing. showed up and he broke through that and you just see him, like even the clouds are in front of him. Like he's that big that he's, you can see him, but he's not there, there. I'm like, oh, Galactus is going to be, this is going to be cake. Galactus oh my goodness. I have a theory about Galactus, but we could talk about him when we start talking about Fantastic, Fantastic Four. I'm but, down, um, down. Oh, oh yeah. Also, this phase of Marvel has been just a light show for the people of Earth since No Way Home. Oh, yes, with yes. all that, but can't you turn Skies it back to stars? <laughs> yep, yep, uh-huh, Like, it's been a crazy year for Earth. <laughs> we've, 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 we've went a bit without sky beams. We were doing sky beams for a while. Right, now, by frost, you know, yeah, coming through saying Now hi. the sky's just breaking apart, and we just got to deal with it. That's just we got to deal with it. And I think that's why the government wants their own like sanctioned superhero team because of all the craziness that's been happening with No Way Home, Eternals, uh, the uh, what was it? What was the last one? What was the last cosmic thing that happened? And we just you were just so far a bit. Um, right, Moon Knight. Uh, what else? Love and Thunder. Like yeah, before yeah. the God Butcher invading Earth and kidnapping Asgardian children. Yeah, something like we've been led to believe. After the events of Endgame, like the characters in Endgame, our Avengers were like, oh, open and shut case. We stopped Thanos <laughs> and it's all over. And literally from that moment on, we've just been hearing about the domino effect of how everything else has been jacked up. You know, that yeah. the bank, the the like you said, the bracelets are calling to somebody. There's a beacon, right? They're calling to somebody yep, yep, yep. Uh, in, in Shang-Chi. And 
all these um, uh, artifacts, these older artifacts that look like technology, but they seem to be imbued with some sort of uh, magic. Uh, what that all means to everything. Trevor Slattery's coming back in Wonder Man. He's going to be there in Wonder Man. Right. Left field. I guess, hey, he's an actor, so he needs work. <laughs> why, why? I mean, I sound like a like a typical neckbeard basement dweller by saying why uh, why adapt Wonder Man. It feels a bit left field. But um, Simon Williams is somebody I think they've always wanted to do. I think they wanted Nathan Fillion to play him in Guardians th- 2 or 3. And they just couldn't mm-hmm. nab. Uh, I think there's... No, no, it was two. And I think he shot like movie, fake galaxy movie posters, you know, like intergalactic movie posters where he's like yep. this, an actor, um, and he was going to play Tony Stark in a biopic, <laughs> Just, which that's, that's all pretty funny there. Um, we got some Hello. big shoes. We got some big shoes to fill, though, this November with uh, Black Panther, bro. Oh, yeah, Wakanda Forever. It's the second, it will be the second longest running film. In the entire franchise so far, two wow. hours and 41 minutes. There's going to be a lot of story to tell, a lot of Black Panther to tell. I know. I And this is what's going to kill me. I know they've saved something with him in it. Oh, yeah. I know either a voiceover or something. I don't care if freaking Shuri goes to the ancestral plane and a panther starts talking to her. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just Chadwick's voice, you know, like... Sister, it is okay. You know, oh my god, that's what I'm saying, bro. Something's uh, coming hard. Heart. Something is coming, and it's coming hard, and it's gonna crush me and kill me. I people <laughs> people who don't get it are gonna hear this portion and eye roll. It's very hard unless you you were there to ex- exactly exemplify how important Black Panther was, the movie, how important, how huge it was. I left that film and I'm like one of the greatest actual in movie soundtracks, but then the actual score homeboy going with the African drums and the, the, the Killmonger trap theme. The soundtrack for Black Panther. Top, top five, top five, top five. So top five, top five, top five. So fire. And so, like completely knocked me off to like it, the character itself rose several ranks in stock to the to the mainline audience. I fear what a sequel means. I fear you know this this perfect Fabergé egg of a film. I fear what a sequel and especially a sequel without the lead. What that means, you know, uh, make me feel better. How, what 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 are you thinking about when it comes to this film? Well, I can make you feel better in a, di- like, oh, a couple of different ways. <laughs> oh my! No, but oh, <laughs> seriously. But um, but before, uh, if some people can remember, before COVID, um, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Spider Man were gonna were gonna lead the MCU going forward. But you know, because yes. of COVID, they had to shake a lot of things up. But like you said, without Black Panther, that flagship character that was just boosted to the top, uh, how can the Avengers and the MCU move? You know, going forward without this mainstay of a character, not just in comics, but just in a lot of people's hearts because of what Black Panther meant to just comic fans and just regular people in general. And as a Black person, it just meant so much. That, that's that representation. I don't care who's going to be mad about it, but it matters. 100%. Representation matters. It, it matters. 
<laughs> not only, and if you not don't know only, why like, it doesn't matter, you, you go Google yeah. read a book. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into a Black Panther podcast because we. I think we might have to rewatch the first one and just get on it because it's Man. it's one it's one of the best uh, movies of all time. But one of the things about it that got me, I'm always looking past the surface level stuff. You got to tell me something Same. different. I I understand the suits. I want to see the lasers. That's all cool. But what are you saying? The idea, like it would have been low hanging fruit for the villain in Black Panther to just be claw. A white man trying to pillage the land for its natural resources. It's a tale as old as time. It could have been very easy to do, but to me, low hanging fruit to say evil white man yeah, bad. We, we, we're past that. We know that, <laughs> but we're also past right. it. <laughs> um, the idea that the villain would be an African American. The African-American community is a community that's always been told to go back to Africa while having no actual ties to Africa. You can have three generations living here in America and have no culture because it was stripped, it was taken, and you have no belonging. Mm -hmm. So Killmonger is told these fairy tales by his father of a place where black people can be there and be uh, techno technologically advanced and not, um, you know, bothered and not colonized and not any of this stuff. And, and to there's him, no that's poverty. What it is. Everyone's like well off. There's no disease. Yeah. And you would think hearing that, oh my God, that's heaven. But the first thing that he thinks is if they're living that way over there, why aren't they helping us over here? And that's a hell of a question. You understand? So, like, the fact that they took it that route gives me full. Um, confidence in ryan coogler and that trailer bro. definitely that trailer oh man angela bassett for a fact she brought <laughs> a lot of people to tears probably the most watching the mcu trailer to tears yeah i have lost everything like <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. god yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and then the uh everything's gonna be all right to the we gonna be all right be all right the uh, we gonna like, be all that the classic theme for Anyone of Africa, just anyone who knows struggle, we're gonna be all right. Just the theme for African Americans in the U, we're gonna be all right. And it's something that you say just, without even knowing if it's true, bro. It's something that right? you just you have to have the mentality of and you move have to have that hope. It. And it's almost like Kugler saying that about the franchise. We it is uncertain times, we don't know if we're gonna be all right, but we're gonna say we're gonna be all right and we're gonna move and we're gonna move on. I'm yep. there, bro. I'm there. I'm here for all of it because all these consequences, this aftermath, the fallout from Endgame, people, and just not even talking about the MCU fans in general said, "Oh, at the Endgame, where can they go? Where can there? There are so bro, many I, stories I and hate villains." All that <laughs> shit, bro, I hate all that shit. But you know what? I'm also realizing we had a little bit of a conversation about this off air. The idea that um, certain fans are not comic readers, and thus certain aspects of how the mcu is presenting itself are kind of annoying them in comics there is filler in the mcu yeah. for the most part there hasn't been now with shows and stuff like that people may get upset about a 30 minute episode that doesn't drop any major marvel updates you just watch the filler episode you just watch a filler comic we'll get there trust me there's seven in a volume right the seven issues it's right. fine sometimes there's an issue where you just don't do anything and then okay. the next issue everything comes together and um marvel's been pacing itself that way in two weeks from this episode we'll be uh doing our she hulk review and man you, you we've seen the frustration of the fan base when it comes to that <laughs> uh, 
a, a lot of craziness. Um, but I'm I really am curious to see how the fan base as a whole takes on Werewolf by Night, which will be which will be what we cover next week. Um, I'm really curious to see if they have the stomach for it. If they if something different. If they have the stomach for something different, because if they trash that and trash She Hulk, we might be at an impasse with the fan base where there might be people who decide the rest of this ain't for them anymore. Um, like you said, I'm eating. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm eating. Like we out here as a Marvel fan, I have no complaints about what's dropping. Give me more. Just make sure you give the VFX artists breaks, please. Please, (laughs) please, please. But um, I saw saw that Axel. I saw that Axel in Love and Thunder, bro. I saw saw that. I'm like, just please get the VFX artists a break. But um, no, like right now we're in a place where they are throwing. I don't say throwing, but they are giving us a lot of different projects for a lot of different fan bases and people who love different genres of uh, entertainment. Like um, considering how Marvel Phase One and Two, we didn't really get that many projects, but it was a slow build up to something grand. You can go back and you can watch Iron Man 1 and 2 and 3 had nothing to do with the Infinity story because there was no Infinity Stones involved in them, but that was Iron Man's story, and Iron Man's story basically carried over the first 10 years of Marvel. And we saw Mm -hmm. it end with the snap. Yeah. Now, we don't really have a flagship carrier, a flagship movie going forward, and that's I think a lot of people are confused and are like impatient about because they're like, What's going to happen? What's who's going to? And it's going to call us for Ant-Man. What happened in 2010? What happened in 2010 when, it, when Iron Man 2 comes out? It, it, we're not necessarily pointing at Avengers. We don't know where, where that's going to go. But I want people to just think back at that time where they didn't know. Now everyone wants to be ahead of the curve. And they, they want to... I like deep diving as much as the next person. But when I... If my version of the events that I just laid out for Werewolf by Night don't happen... I'm not getting on message boards to be they missed an opportunity. Yada. No, I made that up in my mind. They're doing something. It's going to sound uh, quasi-blasphemous, but Mikey <laughs> works in mysterious ways. You understand? He, the, the, the plan that he has set out, it, it, it spans further than my understanding of each individual project. He knows where they're tied. He knows where they intersect. I'm trying to put my own expectations on things where he is playing 3D chess. And um, right. when, it, when it comes to that, I just have to have the faith outright. But I do wonder with the other side of the fan base being as vocal as they are, whether or not they were even fans to begin with. Like, right? That's a good question, because Maybe. right now they are making projects for everyone, like Rebel by Night's for the horror fans. She-Hawk is for the more, um, I guess, for the lack of better words, uh, female-centric crowd. Just yeah. for women. It's for, it's a show did for one women, year, something relatable. They did one <laughs> year of, of women and, and minorities, and you and we've not heard the end of it, bro. <laughs> they did one right? year like we had, we had a show for, last year. <laughs> Right, we have a show for Miss Marvel. We have to for the Pakistani, the Indian, the Muslim community. We have Moon Knight for the Arabic community. Like we have, you know, for lack of better words, uh, Multiverse of Madness for the witch community. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally with Multiverse of Madness, which I want to say is probably like the twenty sixth, twenty seventh film in the MCU. We have right, our right. first on screen Hispanic character. Right, the twenty sixth <laughs> film, and it took twenty six films for what? us to get our uh, Latina. And I'm not Character. bitching. I'm not bitching. I'm just happy we had the party. That's all. That's all I care right. about. Now the only thing I will complain about about America Chavez is, uh, you know, 
she's not America Chavez yet, you know? Yes, 100%. <laughs> but we're going to see her grow. She's the youngest actor in the MCU currently, for the most part. We're going to see her grow with the Young Avengers. Bro, if, Avengers. If, if the world is a perfect place, <laughs> 10 years from now, you know, we'll have our Avengers. All these people will be so seasoned. Iman Vellani, you know, super oh, seasoned in, in, in 10 years' time. And we will see them meet the gray-haired OG Avengers. You know, old Mark Ruffalo, old Clint Barton, all that stuff. And I'm, like I said, they just keep just keep it going. I'm good. I can see it. Legacy. I can totally see it. Legacy. The legacy characters. You can have Kate Bishop, Miss Marvel, uh, uh, the U- Young Avengers, new and Billy Black and Panther. Tommy come through. The yeah. new Black Terry, Shuri, Ironheart. And you know who can be the bridge between those characters and the OG Avengers with Sam, uh, Bruce, uh, who, who else is it? Wong, Doctor Strange, you know, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Peter Parker. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Peter That'd be pretty cool. Parker. He could combine or just be the bridge between those. Like eras of Avengers or heroes and the Sony verse as well. Yeah, because they're going to try to push those things anyway. They're going to try to push those things together. They have no Tom Holland. You know what you signed up for. Yeah, get Let's with be it. real. Get with <laughs> it. Get with it sweep. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, so good, so good. Oh man, oh man. But um, with uh, Spider Man though. What do you? What are your thoughts on Spider Man? Like, what do you think his future is? You know, Tom Holland going forward, like, both in the MCU and with Sony going forward. Like, what are your thoughts? In my opinion, and this this started with Spider Man for PS4. I did not have or get Spider Man for PS4. I now have a PlayStation Five. I have now played Spider Man for PS4. This all is going to make sense in a bit. When Spider Man for PS4 dropped, and I saw it, I fell in love. I think my mind. I'm a Batman fan. My heart, I'm a Spider-Man fan, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Your total struggle. Yeah, and, and honestly, it started from both animated series, two of the greatest animated series of all time. So yep. that's where that's where my fandom sits. When I saw, and okay, because I'm, uh, I brought the Batman thing because I love the Arkham Knight series, or the Arkham series, your city, night, you know, all that Probably kind of stuff. One of the greatest video games, like, yeah. And now they're doing it for Spider-Man. So seeing that, when I saw the gameplay and how it worked, I said, Sony is never giving him back. <laughs> they're oh, no, they're milking him. him back. There's no he's, way he's selling systems. The, the, the IP of the man alone is selling whole $500, $600 systems on the strength that it's themed Spider-Man. You understand? He, I, okay, so that's how I was feeling already, right? I'm like, right. yo, they're never going to let him go. Then Spider-Verse drops. Oscar-winning Spider-Verse drops, the money, the prestige. I go, oh, now they're never, now they're never. <laughs> uh, uh-uh. uh. Now that they figure this shit out, they kind of, they're kind of starting to think we might have this. We might have figured this out. We couldn't for years figure out how to make a profitable Spider-Man property, but now we have done two in the game and in this animated, uh, you know, film. So I believe that Sony's going to play hardball when it comes to Tom Holland in the MCU right now. I believe that they think that he can rock solo if push came to shove and they had to push him out of the MCU because of No Way Home, because of now renewed interest in all those Spider-Men. So the ball is in Sony's court for the first time in a very long time. And it's only in Sony's court because they let 
Marvel <laughs> build the fucking court. <laughs> you know, they let Marvel build the court, and now the ball's in Sony's court. And, you know, they're still doing Craven. They're still doing Madam Web, which I also think is a fake movie. I think they're setting up something <laughs> that, too. Who the fuck makes a Madam Web movie? Did you hear about the, the El Muerto movie with Bad Bunny? Yeah, come on. <laughs> what? what? I love Bad Bunny. Never freaking heard of El Muerto. I'll give me, I'll pay you $10 if somebody else said, no one heard a damn El Muerto. What are we doing here? No one. No um, one's heard of El Muerto. But Sony seems to be adamant. My thing that's funny with me is that Michael Keaton now has shot two cameos across both universes that mean absolutely nothing because, <laughs> because studios can't get right. And I think that's the biggest tragedy of it all, that you had to get this man, you had to fly this man out. He's like 60 years old. Do these multiversal cameos. He's been on on talk shows where he's like, I don't I don't know what that cameo meant. Like, I don't know. They just right? told me to stand on the X and say the line. And so, yeah, <laughs> between Batgirl and now Morbius, my man don't, you know, he's just flowing out there in, in the ocean of that. And I think Sony, like, what an idea. Who The idea they could have, they only own one property. They only own Spider-Man. You know, Spider-Man. They, they own his own universe. But the idea that they can go to the bank just on Spidey just shows the pull of that. Now, in saying all that, that's where my frustration comes in DC, who owns all of their stuff and can't get right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I mean, we're going to talk about DC another time. Oh, I I just, what I wanted to get into with DC real quick is just the Ezra Miller of it all. Just, just, and we're not even going to get into the nitty gritty of it all. This man. They. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they, because I'm not gonna disrespect. I'm not gonna disrespect them just because I'm mad at them. They have, they had an opportunity to reintroduce a very, you know, uh, an amazing character to the full screen for the first time. The idea that it took 80 years for Wonder Woman to get her first film. You know, and now we're at the same gate with Flash. It's like he was going to redefine that character for a generation the same way Grant did, you know? And the idea that he just, they just can't get right. And they just keep finding themselves not in like DUI situations, which is nothing to, you know, turn a nose at, but like the worst of the worst, like burglary and and assault (laughs) and cult stuff I'm hearing. All this kind of ridiculousness. And then, rumor has it, he already sat down with Warner Brothers and is like, I can do an apology if y'all want. I still want this movie to come out. So what do y'all want me to do? What do you want me to say? And then he came, they came out and was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to try to seek help. And that was it. And they seemingly are going full steam ahead with that. That I wanted to pair in with the idea that, again, I got the tinfoil hat on, bro. So... <laughs> So, I got my so, salt shaker next to me. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So Flash is, you know, Flash is not doing well, and there's a lot of uh, scuttlebutt about Ezra Miller, and there's a lot of other stuff in this. And then DC just quietly says, "Oh, by the way, the next season of the Flash is the last. Oh, and by the way, it's about a third of the length of the normal season of the Flash. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? What are y'all getting up to over there?" And tell me it's the only smart thing that you've ever done in this universe, which is graduate somebody who has had the entirety of your multiverse on their back for eight freaking years. Promote the man. 
promote the man. Promote Grant Gustin to this series as Flash. Give Ezra a sacrifice in this movie. You know, give him like a, one of those disappearing because of the, the timeline kind of you know moments. Right. Lost to the Speed Force. Get me my man Grant Gustin, man. Get just just do it, please. I I've stopped watching the Flash. I thought the first season was amazing. It just kind of all kind of goes downhill. From, from yeah, same for me. I kind of fell off after season four or five. It was just like he's the Flash. A lot of these things should be done yeah, like very, that. Very easy. <laughs> but and then, then there would be episodes. <laughs> at some point, the show got obsessed with other characters other than him, which is yeah. like I'm I'm here for him, and I don't really want to deal with these B and C plots. Um, but. <laughs> Bring him in, man. Bring in Stephen Amell. Stop BSing. Like, just stop. You have these people already made, already done, and you own them. There's literally no contract issues. You know what I'm saying? You could be like, well, maybe people won't, I haven't seen the show, so they won't know. Guess what then? So then you re-release the show on DVD, and then people have to buy it, and then you make more fucking money. Everything you've done in the past will be more appreciated and make more money, and then you could do stuff in the future because you've already laid the groundwork in the past. Yep. When they did, when they, I love Joe Maganello, but I was like, what's wrong with Manu Bennett? Manu Bennett killed Deathstroke. Bring his ass back. You understand? Like, so much of that. So, like, just the idea that they can't get right over there with, with, with DC, that Ezra's just been crazy. And now this stuff with the Flash, I hope, I hope, you know, hope against hope <laughs> that it right. is. That it's a situation where Grant's gonna take over because I don't see one where I wanna follow. I there's been people that's that really the smart it. choice. There's been people who've said it. I don't know if their threats should be taken seriously, but there's people who've out and out said they don't want to support a Ezra Miller-led Flash movie. They don't want to yeah, give money yes. to that. Yeah, you know? same with um Aquaman too. Like with Amber Heard being, no one wants to 100%. support a movie with her, and so they edited her out of it. One hundred percent, but we, but this Flash movie supposedly had two versions of Ezra Miller, so it would be double the taking out of of <laughs> of Ezra, you right. know. So they got to do the movie as is, and supposedly, uh, Aff not Affleck, yeah, no, supposedly Affleck and the Keaton are in this film. Yep, <laughs> you know, You're so supposed what to get the hell? Two Batman, two different Flashes, and yeah, no, in that Flash movie, yeah. What doing the hell does that even mean? <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? What's this universe going to look at after the fact? Um, obviously, other big news: Batgirl is canceled. Uh, they oh, put man. they put a hundred yeah. million dollars behind that film, and they just canceled it. Uh, Leslie Grace, I thought she looked good in the suit. I was really hoping to That's see amazing. what it was. Um, Brendan Fraser is where my heart breaks. I love my man Brendan Fraser, and he was supposed to play Firefly in that. Now it's out and out canceled. And this all comes from the Warner Brothers Discovery merger, which took place in mm -hmm. August. It's all just been trickling down from there. So, like, um, there was a... They were going to do a uh, Madam Xanadu show, which oh, was yeah. like Justice Dark, canceled. Mm -hmm. uh, Strange Adventures, which was supposed to be like a DC anthology series created by Kevin Smith, canceled. Cape Crusader. Which is supposed to be oh, Tim, yeah. Tim and J.J. Abrams, like the the animated Batman the animated series guy, and then J.J. Abrams coming together to do a animated series about Batman, canceled. You know, uh, so people have just been like, "What the heck is going on now?" Black Canary is still said to be going on with uh, Journey Smollett Bell. Yep. Um, <laughs> Blue Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Beetle is still going on. 
Harley Quinn season four still Let's supposed go. to be happening. Who doesn't four. love Harley Quinn? That's my Harley favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> it says two faces. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Why don't I get show. a freaking chair? I was here before uh, Scarecrow. I love, I, lo- I love that bean. Titan season four is confirmed. They're bringing in Lex Luthor. Season then, four uh, confirmed. Uh, uh, Doom Patrol season four is confirmed. They're bringing in Space Case. The Green Lantern series that they're working on is still supposed to be a go. The Penguin series that they're working on also still supposed to be a go. And yes, yes. the Batman two also still a go. Yes, the, yes, yes. But the two announcements that we missed while we were gone, for as far as DC is concerned, as far as movies being greenlit. Are uh, we're getting a Joker 2 film? It's, it's right. coming out October 4th on t- in 2024. Musical with Lady Gaga, yes. Now, um, all that just sounds crazy, right? Just the, the musical, the Lady Gaga of it all. One of the rumors I heard is that this film will be from her perspective. Now, if it's from her Ooh. perspective. I can dig a musical that just you know what I'm saying because like how memory works and it could be right played to be more fantastical than it actually is especially and, since it's Harley Quinn's memory exactly so I can totally I can totally see that Harley turned 30 this year so there's mm. no reason to say that she couldn't be played by another character for the first time since um you know Marco played her in the Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad so that's happening but then we're like okay well joker one made sense so a sequel to joker kind of makes sense because they made a lot of i think they broke a billion with that yeah a billion like point eight like it almost did two it did a lot but then it's like we're doing constantine two and i was like wait what right what (laughs) all i could think of is star power name recognition that's the only reason why i can see this movie being greenlit not that I didn't like the first one, I dug the first one, but for this long to for it to go this long without doing so, I think they really are nervous that they don't have uh, names to head their big projects. Warner Brothers has always been about names. Getting Jeffrey Irons for Alfred, you could have got anybody for Alfred. It doesn't really, it really doesn't matter. Uh, you could have got a brand new Bruce Wayne. Ben Affleck was an accomplished actor at that point, so mm-hmm. they seem to want to get Pierce Brosnan. Like, what are we doing out here? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so they want names to be on the posters, to be in the trailers and stuff like that. And I think they think Keanu's going to do it for them. And I think it will. But I, I kind of liked the more comic accurate Constantine that they were showing recently with Matt Smith. Not Matt Smith. Matt Ryan. Ryan hmm. something. I think it is Matt Ryan. <laughs> Let me just double check. Yep. Matt Ryan. What maybe perhaps, but yeah, the blonde <laughs> version, the smoking, the, the 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 trench coat, the the smoking, that kind of stuff. Um, the asshole. <laughs> yes, yeah. the animated, the animated yeah. movie. And he's like, he's like polysexual. Like he doesn't give a damn. He doesn't screw yeah, anybody. You, you, you <laughs> right. He, yeah, he doesn't screw anybody. Demons and monsters, angels and gods. You don't care what you look like as long as you're not an asshole like him. <laughs> he's he, in a lot of ways, he's kind of like what Loki has become in the MCU. You know, like he's just this kind of like, man, I don't care. Got this kind of rough attitude about me, all this kind of stuff. I kind of dig his version of Constantine, but um, I'm down for Keanu and I'm more down if they connect some of this stuff. Please just connect. Maybe Sabak, 
is somebody you know mm. that they can connect between the, these two realms here or fate lucifer is still out and about that series is, is done now so maybe they pull homeboy in from that like use the tools at your disposal stop acting like you're handcuffed because you're not you have all of this it's all yours I, warner brothers really needs to listen to their fans like i'm gonna say this now i was a dc fan before marvel just because of it came first in my life before spider-man and x-men animated yeah. stuff you know it was just yeah. faster than a speedy bully you know da, 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 da. like we all you know close to a 30 year head start bro man and that's and it hurts me to see like they can't get a good man of steel project off the ground like i there's so many batman projects coming out you know, Joker, Batman, Batman animated, this, that, side project for Penguin. Where's the Man of Steel love? Where's the love for the Man of Steel? Can no, we, we not make a good Man of Steel? No, we don't got time for that. We, 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 <laughs> we're, we're doing The Suicide Squad. The world, <laughs> the world in which you go, Superman movie, Batman fighting Superman movie, Suicide Squad. What? Not Aquaman, not Green Lantern, not Wonder Woman, not any of those characters. We've gotten more on-screen appearances by Harley Quinn than we have OG freaking Justice League members. We have to deal with a Martian Manhunter cameo in a movie that technically doesn't exist. Four that, hour and movie that's crazy that technically to think doesn't about. exist. <laughs> For all those listening, think about that for a second. We have seen more on-screen appearances of Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, who's turned 30 again. The character is 30 years old. You know, 30 years old <laughs> and we have characters that are 80 years old 50 years old 70 years old that have never made it on-screen appearance before because they just keep going back to the same well you know we have now three right as as of as of recording we have three as jokers right now, there are three jokers we have three You've jokers seen... we have the batman joker barry coogan right we have um joker joaquin phoenix and right. then we still technically have Snyder's Joker if we're dealing with our Aquaman and dealing with our Wonder Woman. In that universe, that Joker is Jared Leto. Right. We have technically we have three Jokers right now on three some multiverse Jokers, shenanigans. Bro. Three Jokers, but like no no Nightwing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We've never gotten a Nightwing anything. I mean, anything. Shouts out the Titans, but like right. come on. We need Nightwing it, in a movie. We've seen Robin one time, I think, in the, yeah. the Bat Nipples era. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and that has scared them off seemingly permanently. I think Robin is one of the key characters in Batman's lore. Like, it, it kind of calms him down a bit. But people love him in this, like, I'll just kill anyone kind of kind of <laughs> kind of rage. And it's like, you guys are, again, with that characterization plus the Man of Steel characterization, We've just we've we've missed the mark here. We've 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 yeah. we've done these characters a disservice almost. Almost. It's a, it's a damn shame, but maybe it's, it's a travesty. It's uh, an abomination, yeah. bro. And I was, just talking, I, was just, I was just talking to Joey about this. I swear, The Rock has no idea who Black Adam is. <laughs> I am of the belief that he sat down with Jeff Johns, and Jeff Johns was like, "Condoc." Rock of Eternity, Shazam, Slave, all that stuff. And at the end of the meeting, The Rock just went, oh, so he's like a black Superman. And he's like, well, not really. And he goes, yeah, black Superman. <laughs> like, that's all that's been in Rock and Roll. 
He's not. He's like, not yep, observed I'm black any. Yeah, he hasn't absorbed any of the comic stuff. He hasn't absorbed any of the real stuff that has to do with Black Adam. He now has it in his mind that he's just Black Superman and with lightning, and, that, and that's it. That everything in the in the trailer is made to make him look like the coolest guy of all time. But we've done these superhero movies for so long that that doesn't impress me anymore. I want him to mm. be despicable. Black Adam should be despicable. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that it's revealed that his son didn't really get killed by bad people. That he had to sacrifice his son for the powers of Shazam. If we find out, if we find out that his family was because he says like my son sacrificed his life for me or whatever. If we find out yeah, that like, he it was unintentional, it was an involuntary sacrifice. <laughs> that that would be so metal it'd be so cool but i don't i don't trust dc to do that i think they are in their anti-hero phase with peacemaker and harley and and all this jazz they don't know what sure. what goodness looks like bro they don't, they've lost sight <laughs> they've lost sight of it. wonder woman is raping men in, in raping men in other people's bodies <laughs> in 1984 they've lost they've lost the plot they've lost sight of what goodness is and the only source of goodness to me was Superman and Lois, and now the the son has left. The, uh, uh, the John Kent actor has now left the series, and he's now been recast. So this next season of Superman and Lois is going to have a completely different actor playing John Kent, son of Superman. And I don't know how to feel about that. DC just seems to just—they're doing that thing when an old person falls, but they fall for like. 20 minutes because they're trying to just like they're just like ah yeah they're trying ah, to grab things on their way down ah, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, trying they, to get my cane yeah, get my cane grab, johnny they grab, yeah, they grab back uh i mean sorry they grabbed the uh, back girl and pulled it off the shelf because they were trying to <laughs> they were trying to hold on to something it's all that i can't believe how much those guys just can't get right but that was basically my dc sp- uh <laughs> i just wanted to get all that dc oh no one more thing they canceled fandom Oof. the only thing that they had right the only original idea the only like this was remember like the first fandom was like this is so cool a whole day of just dc content dc comic content DC. Yep news dc tv news straight from the directors and you could just be at home and watch it all from online super cool yep, yep. two years deep we're, we're, we're out we're, we, we don't got on the show they don't got on the show what are they <laughs> comic-con this year they showed shazam and evil shazam that's all they had <laughs> that's all they brought meanwhile kevin feige pulls his dick out on the table uh, <laughs> and he's like yeah so uh line up because this ain't going anywhere you understand? it's gonna be a long presentation <laughs> and we're seeing trailers for secret invasion the trailers for loki and, and ant-man uh, uh ant-man loki uh what else like loki, secret invasion. Oh, that's when the just... black panther drop the trailer drop yep. during D23. Announcement of the Thunderbolts, all that. And then they go to DC. Oh. What do you guys have? Well, we have Shazam and we have Evil Shazam. <laughs> so and those then, are the only trailers we got, right, for you guys right now. <laughs> so and then we have Joker's some announcements. Coming. Joker's, right, coming. Joker's coming. Don't forget Blue Beetle now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you seen no. him in you seen him in Young Justice. <laughs> remember that? Well, that might be canceled, but remember that? Yeah, remember that? <laughs> Yeah, you can watch it on our streaming service if we haven't pulled off, pulled it off because we pulled a bunch of random shit off for no reason, seemingly. So right, deal with that. go check it out if it's there. Ridiculous. You don't know. <laughs> I'm absolutely falling on its face. 
It's it's, it's like, mad. And it hurts. It hurts because Warner Brother. Well, I have some hope because there was in the news that Warner Brothers did hire Bob Iger, who was the one who set the groundwork for the first 10 years of Marvel Studios from mm-hmm. Iron Man all the way up to well, Infinity War. So hopefully with his direction, they will save the future of Warner Brothers Entertainment, like the, the, of the DC slate. I think that's probably why with that whole acquisition, acquisition of Discovery, why they canceled a bunch of things and be shuffled some things, get some new things going. Well, you know, we're gonna pump out everything that we announced, but we're gonna try some new things. Like that's what I'm really hoping for. They're gonna try some new things that will hopefully stick. Like kind of like what Marvel's doing right now. They're trying a bunch of different projects. They're catering to a broader fan base of different groups. So hopefully, I get mad, bro. I get mad. <laughs> I I do. You know why? Because I hear. I've been hearing now, right? And you've seen the articles. DC is just looking for their Kevin Feige. They're looking for a Kevin Feige type. Yeah. The ship has sailed. They are at a 10-year head start. Stop trying to copy them. Stop trying to go in that direction. You guys have and own some of the best stories to ever exist in comics. Stop looking at the person next to you and copying their test because they might be getting the wrong answers. You understand? Focus on your own stuff and never stop. You think, think about it. In 2000, and, advice, people. in 2012, 2013, you know, we have Avengers, but 2013, I want to say, what Marvel came out with in 2013? Uh, Iron Man 2013, Iron Man 3? Yeah, Iron Man 3, and right. I, I think that was just it. Iron Man 3. But the Nolan trilogy stops, you know? The Nolan trilogy is stopping around that time. And the idea, like, Marvel could have seen that trilogy and been like, yo, we need to change the game because this trilogy has, has come in. And it's redefined comic book genre. But they didn't. They didn't get nervous. They didn't say, oh, we're scrapping everything because this has now changed the game. They <laughs> said, okay, we're, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. They kicked, they kicked ass with that trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy. But if we can stay steady and if we can keep going, we might surpass it. And then they did with back-to-back $2 billion films. Stop. Back. So stop! Bad. Yeah, stop trying to chase Marvel because they've already they they've lapped you. I'm, I'm sorry, but they've lapped you, and it's now your chance to just because they're so far ahead. You guys are not even playing the same game anymore. So now that now that you're not playing the same game anymore, maybe this will help you focus on the kind of game that you could win. You understand? Know and and focus on that. And yeah, we're holding TV down for years before the uh, Disney Plus. You know what I'm saying? The Arrowverse held it down. The Arrowverse introduced the multiverse before freaking Spider-Man did. I remember that. There was a whole... If you can remember back in 2016, 2015, 2014, there was a whole argument of the comic book community that, oh, DC just just completely shits on Marvel when it comes to shows. Oh, Marvel has it on movies, but DC has it on the shows in the animated side. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Now Marvel has the shows, too. And we still got the movies. That's what I'm saying. So now they, the they, arguments have changed entirely. The what ball has been completely now? dropped. It's been completely dropped. I don't know if it's cockiness or what, but they just, they just, they've given up the fight. <laughs> you know, so I'm hoping that <laughs> yeah. the new, the, this new, uh, uh, was it Zaslav? Zaslav? Zaslav. I hope. Something Eastern European. I hope that I, I hope that he can get somebody, but I would lo- like no. This is no funny shit. I would love if they came out to just fans. DC fans are some of the most passionate fans around the world, and if you came to them and asked them what are the most seminal 
uh, projects that DC has done, they'll tell you, and there's ways to lead up to that. In your back pocket, you have Dr. Manhattan. He's in your back pocket. You own that. You have the Watchmen. At any point in time, at the end of a Superman film, you can just drop that blue figure at the end, and oh people will explode. You own that. But, you know, you got to get right. Oh, it hurts my feelings when it, and things like that because it's so it can be easily done and no one would be upset about it because as fans we know oh what's going to happen but as a if you're a general audience if you're you you will just ask the question what's going to happen next yeah and you might ask your friend who reads comics what's going to happen next and they're going to tell you what's going to happen next <laughs> yeah. excitedly because they're like this this is from that and that's what we do with marvel with marvel hey. nothing nothing is just what it is because we will link it to a comic series a debut a character a team we'll go back and go but but you don't understand when these two were together last time you know this happened it's right all that <laughs> stuff you know my angle franklin richards bro that's my angle we do franklin Man. richards it's a rap it's a rap regular. he's coming He's coming he's as soon as they, as soon as, I'm sorry, as soon as in Multiverse <laughs> of Madness, as soon as we saw, as soon as I saw John Brzezinski, the whole floodgates of my brain opened up. I'm like, oh my God, Annihilus, Dr. Doom, Blackest, Franklin Richards, yeah. Mole Man. <laughs> council of Super Reeds, Surfer. bro. Council of Reeds, we about to get a whole council. Like what? Just, you can introduce one character and that means a whole universe of opportunity. Yeah, and, and I love it. Like Warner Brothers can do that too. If they, they, yes. just, oh, <laughs> they, they, just they can don't... literally drop. They can no, just they drop can't, Nightwing bro. at any anything. Oh, you know what was? Titans. You know what? Oh. You know what was my final straw with DC and and realizing that they would never understand is what they did to uh, Cassandra Cain in, in in Birds of Prey. So oh. Cassandra Cain, if you've read the comics, is like this badass ninja who's been trained since birth, only combat. Combat was so important to her and her teachings that her family, her father, who was an assassin, never taught her how to speak. The only thing that she knows is body language. So as you're talking to her, she's already looking at your pressure points. She's already looking at where she can hit you to, to end this fight the quickest. Such a badass character. Then they bring her into Birds of Prey. For some reason, they make her overweight. Nothing against the actress, but that was a choice. They make her overweight, and her, her plot device is that she ate a diamond, so she needs to poop it out. And that's the whole, that's the entirety of Cassandra Kane. Uh, right. Like that, that's Orphan, right? Yeah, yeah, Orphan. That, that's the daughter of um, Lady Shiva. Yeah, Lady Shiva and David Kane, I want to say. Yeah, it's Cassandra Kane. woman in DC, and they hold her character. But I ask you this where's, where's the Lady <laughs> Shiva live action? The number one or number two baddest fighters in the history of DC Comics never been referenced, never brought up, nothing, nothing. They just have these characters sitting around, not doing anything. It's it's frustrating. Three jokers, no lady chief, <laughs> no lady. I swear, Joker and Batman is probably the most used characters in, across all media of DC. Like I've seen so many like versions of like you know all the you know. Stacked up in a photo together. It's it's insane that we we haven't seen the exposure of all these great characters that they have under their belt. Right there, it just man. hurts. Right there, it hurts. But we're we're seeing Kate Bishop in live action. You understand what I'm right? saying? So so it's like, what is going on here? Like, like uh, they made so a great. talking tree and a raccoon work. They made <laughs> yeah. a cat with tentacles. 
coming out of his mouth. Word. They, they made five minute shorts of that talking tree and put it up on Disney Plus when I was thinking. Line like, of they, made, they made a talking rock talk about holding hands of another rock for a month <laughs> to make another rock baby work. Yep. <laughs> yes. And, and you want to put it on top of that? Do you remember what that guy's name was? His boyfriend? Cork's boyfriend oh, in that film? I don't remember. Good. No, that's perfect because this is what's going to drop the joke. The the boyfriend in there is named Dwayne. So he is effectively Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> and so <laughs> DC has Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Marvel has Dwayne the Rock. Who is now ah! who is now the father, I guess, of Cork's Cork's kid. So hilarious. <laughs> Great stuff. Great stuff across uh, the board. Hilarious. Great stuff. It's so time. great. That's that's really to prove that Marvel. I'm not. I don't know the how to say it, but like they're not just throwing something at the board to see if it sticks. It's really they're exploring all their properties and just you know and giving us as fans what we want. And that's just Marvel. They're past. They're, us they're past the point of any singular film tanking the entire franchise. Oh yeah. There's no and, way. And like, when and when you remove that fear, the creative juices start to flow. You know. Um, and I think that's where they're at right now. But right now, DC's Definitely. at a point where any given film can detract the entire audience. And the next bad DC film, if Black Adam isn't good, people may stop across the board. They might just say, eh, it is what it is. Those guys don't know what they're doing over there. I'm, I'm, I'm past it. I'm over it. Right, yeah. That's why they're pumping up the, the marketing for Black Adam because this, this is their make-it-or-break-it moment. Like, they have nothing else coming out this year. Like, the next... What is their next movie coming out? Would Shazam. Be, um, Shazam. That got pushed back. Yeah. So, this is their make-it-or-break-it moment for DC, for lack of better words. But here goes Marvel. They're about to drop um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, uh, Werewolf by Night coming out. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they're, at, they're up to Werewolf by Night. That's the that's just the thing that bugs me out. It's like they're up to Werewolf by Night, which is like I don't even know how obscure that would be. That's like like a freaking Red Arrow series or something like that. You know what I'm like? That's- yeah, like that's how we're, we're we're at. We're getting Young Avengers. We're getting um Illuminati characters. Like people that general audience doesn't know about the Illuminati. Only real comic book readers know about the Illuminati. And Rick, that's one of the, the most... Intelligentsia, bro. bro. The, the intelligentsia. Like, what are we doing? Like, we're, 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 we're so deep in all of it. Rocks on aim. The hand. Um, the uh, hand. Ten oh, rings. my God. The ten rings, yeah. You understand? Like, Hydra, we, we've built right. a world. DC can't get off the block. And right. They, they could have had the, the, the Legion of Doom... A long League of Shadows. time ago, League of Shadows. Like we had the League of Scarlets. Yes, the League of Shadows. Yes, I'm the leader of the League of Shadows. Uh, Bane, no, you're not. But I've been here before. <laughs> Don't you see my parking spot? It says League of Shadows. Uh, Bane, you wrote that on the parking spot. <laughs> no, I didn't. Move it. <laughs> Right, see, my water brought you on this it's, it's, it's right there. It's right there. And you know what's funny? That characterization is just a parody of their previous characterization. So it's all <laughs> it's all still insular. I watched Lego Batman and I was blown away. I was like, they got it. They figured it out. Even in this kiddish pro- property, they figured out all of it. That why Batman doesn't want a new family because 
he thinks it might disgrace the idea of his old family. Why Robin is needed as a part of the team to show him that not everything is so dark and gloomy. Alfred being like, I I'm trying my best by you, but you're fucking going down a downward spiral. All of it. And they did it with toys. And then you go on live act. You go. You go to fucking Titans. Fuck Batman and Batman. <laughs> but I'm like, what is? What is going on? Like, I'm not seeing the same character here. It's just. It's. It's a lot. It's a lot, bro. It's a lot. I have a lot. It is a lot. I have a lot of feelings. I'm about right there stuff. with you. I'm um, right there with like it. Just hurts. How you feeling about Shazam too? You think that's gonna be anything worth a damn? Worth a Shazam? <laughs> should damn hashtag that that's funny um i think it would be a good watch like if you have kids take your kids out to go watch it you know i mean it like from the trailers what i've seen like i was really hoping to see shazam in it you know we were we were supposed to get yeah shazam we were supposed to see him hold the fuck out of you know black adam hold the fuck out of shazam i don't think no one wants to see a grown man beat a kid in a grown man's body i don't know I don't this know. Is, this is I, our first. Uh, this is our first <laughs> podcast episode recording with each other. So I don't know if I've told you my sh my issue with Shazam yet. Very simple. Not even about the movie, the actor, any of that kind of stuff. Very very weird. Uh, as you know, Shazam was initially named Captain Marvel for years, right. uh, and then Marvel uh, copy copy wrote Captain Marvel for their own Captain Marvel. So they ended up calling Captain Marvel Shazam. The issue with this is Shazam is the word that transforms him, which means that technically he can never introduce himself. So how do we how do we rectify this WB? He's how never called, he's never said that his name is Shazam. He's never he's never said it because he can't. Because if he says my name is Shazam, he's gonna hit with lightning and he turns into a little kid. So he can't introduce himself. So he can't say the word Shazam without transforming. Which puts us in a very weird kind of predicament here because that's his name, but he can never introduce himself because then he'll transform. Now, you know back when he crazy? was Captain Marvel, you could say Shazam because it wasn't his name. You could say, I'm Captain Bru Marvel, watch this, Shazam, and then he'll transform. But, right? Yeah. I, I think, did they even have a scene like that? But if, if they don't, they should because this is really simple that they can do this since he's a superhero and I don't know, the public's in danger and. He just says his name and then he appears, you know, they just see the lightning bolt and he just stands there and they hear his name and, you know, classic of the public naming the hero, the people named Iron Man, people yeah, named yeah, She-Hulk, yeah. you know, people named him Shazam since he says I don't know Shazam what happened. All I heard was a booming voice say Shazam, lightning struck, and then this guy showed up. So I guess his name right. is Shazam. <laughs> all right. And then his, and people would just word him out like, oh, look, it's Shazam. Yeah, and there's no point in introductions. 100%. But are we dealing, that's the whole thing though. Are we dealing in a, in a world where Shazam exists and the JSA exists? Does the JSA know about the Justice League who fought fucking Steppenwolf? I don't know if any of this stuff is connected. I don't know if any of this stuff works amongst each, it, itself. Are we in universe of Shazam? What occurred? Justice League or Zack Snyder's Justice League? That's a good question because we I we did see Amanda Waller in the trailer, so I am to believe that we are in the Suicide Squad Zack Snyder universe just because of Amanda Waller being there. Right, and you would think, but then they could just totally be like, "Oh no, it does like stop thinking too hard." <laughs> like it's, like it, doesn't, it doesn't connect. And the thing is, once you tell me to stop thinking with DC, I'll never think. I'll never. You know, I, I won't even think about watching one of your films because it feels like a waste of my brain power. Um, right. Like, and I really hope they don't do that because the Batman with 
Rob Patterson was amazing, but it Very was good. a whole standalone Batman that had nothing to do with no other project. An origin prior. Again, we know you could do an origin film. We've seen it. We've seen it. Now you might have perfected it. You know, I think this and a bit of Batman Begins is is quintessential, you know, uh, Batman Year One stuff. But man, if if we're right. not at Talia, you know, if we're not at Talia being like, yo, uh, I'm dropping off our son at your doorstep, so you can have to do it. <laughs> then, if we're not at that, right. if we're not at, uh, let me see if I can remember it. I'm not saying kill Penguin or Catwoman or Poison Ivy. I'm talking about killing this, this despicable piece of crap for what he did to me. If we're not right, uh, just not season complete, like 20, 30 year Batman, but 10, 15 year Batman. Yeah, you if, know, we're not, if we're not at Jason Todd yelling at Batman for not killing the Joker after he died, like those heartstrings, like that pull, where are we going? If if that's not where the where the road leads, where are we going? Because that's where right. I want to go. I Red Hood, that book and everything changed my life. I was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> Under the Red Hood, all that shit just changed the whole mythos for me. We're nowhere near that. <laughs> we're not even nowhere near it. And I thought that's what they were building to with um the dawn of uh justice. You know what we had, Man of Steel, and then you know the Dawn of Justice, Justice League, Wonder Woman. Oh, but you uh, remember yeah. they showed the suit. Remember the suit, right? The and that's what I thought we were gonna build to. And they said Death of Robin, which would we would all believe any comic book reader would go, Red Hood. Oh, right? they're doing he's it. here. He, Until he's somewhere. They asked <laughs> they asked Zack Snyder. Zack said that suit belongs to Dick Grayson. So they don't. They have no idea, bro. They have. No, they have no. They got no idea. They literally don't know. They have no clue. So, as a huge Red Hood fan, I've cosplayed as Red Hood for New York Comic Con. Uh, they've dropped oh. again. Dropped the ball. They've just dropped the ball. Like uh, it, it, it's. But Marvel has eight balls. So Marvel's gonna be. <laughs> Marvel's playing Harlem Globetrotters over there. You understand? Man. They really are, especially with their Phase 5 announcement. Bro. Like, phase 5 is starting off strong. What they got on that just, Man, they... Oh, my goodness. They So, with Wakanda Forever ending uh, Phase 4, which was amazing, in my humble opinion, starting off with WandaVision, ending with Wakanda Forever, uh-huh. all these projects setting the groundwork for what's to come. It's going to get crazy. It might be disconnected, but it's all going to come together. It's all connected, people. Remember the tagline back in 2000. It's all <laughs> going to come together. Yeah. No, but totally. they're definitely setting the groundwork for phase five, for just setting us for that cosmic, those more extraordinary, amazing, just you're going to have to have a, they be able to think on, I don't want to say a 3D chessboard like kind of yeah. level, but they're going to be tackling those really adult themes that one has to have a, a slight intellectual boost to understand, to grasp, to relate to, to understand. So you're not just here for the spectacle that you could really hear for the entertainment. I, I, I you know, that story. I lost a, I lost a, as, as we all do in life, you know, you lose a couple of loved ones as life progresses and dealing right. with, um, dealing with WandaVision, right? And the idea of grief and how do you let go of loved ones? Like all that stuff was so poignant. It, it, um, Seeing uh, Stephen Grant or uh, Mark Spector be so traumatized that his mind literally breaks. Like, we've all been in places where we see our breaking point. We're seeing a more emotional 
Marvel in general. Seeing Clint, look at the uh, Avengers. Oh, the memorial. memorial yeah. Kind of thing, you know, and realizing that he'll get thanked forever, but all those things ain't going to bring that back. Right. And Loki even having his mo- his shadow work session in the TVA, seeing his life. Oh, a, dra- a drawer full of infinity stones. Right. <laughs> you want one? Here's, here's 20. Of these things that you've been killing people for, here's, here's a million of them. Here, take them. It, they, they, right. they matter not. Just the. Right. <laughs> no, they matter not. And so, like, that, they are able to compound and build on things from the past. And that's why all of this is going to be so crazy. The I, I wonder if we're going to get to a point where we do re-releases of MCU Phase 1 kind of stuff. You know, like, 10 years down the line where these kids are like, I really wish I could have seen the first Iron Man in theaters, you know? I'm like, oh, we're going. We're, oh. we're, we're going. We're going. I would, bro. I'd probably I'd buy twenty tickets to see Iron Man one in theaters again. Oh man, if they've released it in IMAX, oh man, like so re like redone yeah, CGI yeah. to fit today's CGI. Oh my god, so they'd probably give him a whole new Iron Man suit, give him the bleeding edge. Just yeah, because. yeah, yeah, yeah. He built this in a cave with scraps, with a box of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> oh man no it's it's the future looks bright on one side and a little bit dark on the other as as i'm as i'm seeing uh, all this i wanted to talk to you a bit about these the, the loki and atman leaked trailers Ooh man there's been a lot of leaked trailers marvel kevin kevin just released them they're leaked on reddit and YouTube yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah. but it almost mom's they, ipod but, like, but, they're, <laughs> but they're weird they're weird leaked nature i think um the way in which they are leaked allows for almost more intrigue because we can't see it <laughs> like perfect right just like that <laughs> it's always angle. skewed yeah it's always <laughs> in that i'm recording but i can't show that i'm recording angle uh yeah yeah and let so, me find out marvel paid those people to record like, yeah right right yeah and they're like this is gonna drum up interest it'll drum up interest i'm telling you just I, put it on reddit i don't be- i'll put past nothing after the no way home trailer <laughs> Bro, All the I'm lies. Andrew Garfield lied about the no. It was fake. But he was just hanging on the the raft. I like, promise, hey, I'm not in wrong. the film. I don't understand what people keep asking me. I'm not in the film. Andrew <laughs> Garfield, you're a liar and a scoundrel for that. Yes, <laughs> but we still love but, you. But we, I'm gonna say, but we love you. <laughs> That's about to say. But we still love you. We still, we love, still you, love you. That's all that matters. Bro. <sighs> Peter three. Peter three. Peter, Peter three. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody love Peter Three. <laughs> Yo, Sony, you want to do something? Give that man another film. Stop bullshitting. Man, hey, actually, Amazing Spider-Man Three. I heard the rumor mill spinning about it. Tank, Madam like, Web, throw that off a cliff. <laughs> I don't need Craven. I know y'all probably done filming it and everything. Throw it off a cliff. I need me <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man Three. Stop bullshitting. I, he said he got more reckless after Gwen's death. I want to see that shit. Right? Yeah. Actually, there is a. I don't think this is a room. This might, this is confirmed with, okay, how do you feel about this? Now that we have a multiverse that we know with multiple different Spider-Men existing with Peter's one, two, and three, and Miles with his animated universe, all just part of the multiverse, with the announcement of Tobey Maguire starring in the Spider-Man 4, with the rumor of Amazing Spider-Man 3, and the new trilogy with Tom Holland in the making. How do you feel about all this Spider-Man? I I love it. There, there's obviously there can be room to go wrong with with flooding the market with this. Only word I have for 
a way to fix that is more lun, bro. You bring in these inheritors, bro. You understand? And if mm. you can bring in these inheritors and we got a real like because not for nothing, those that comic was bleak. Watching Spider-Man after Spider-Man get killed, get murdered, like, and the idea that these three might have to come back together because there's somebody out there just murking them would be so cool. If you could, you can bring uh, John Mulaney back to do a voice for Spider-Pig, you know what I'm saying? You can do all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Like, but just I... Just see him get turned into bacon? <laughs> like, 100%. I, but my question is, are we close... Or will we ever get close to the miles of it all? Like miles live action in live action MCU? miles. Yeah. Ooh. I actually have had a theory about that for the longest. Because we had and... Childish Gambino, right? Play Aaron uh I can't remember the guy's last uh, name. Uh, Uncle Aaron, his uncle. Uncle Aaron. Uncle Aaron. Yeah. Bro, that's so confirmed bro. that he's in the universe. That theme for him in Spider-Verse? The... Mm. <laughs> Our theme was probably Top five, top five, top. Yo, it's it's like a primal animal theme. I was like, like terrified. techno. Yeah, I was like, this that is was scary. a good theme. This is but, scary. Um, we need stakes. If Spider Man, if Spider Verse showed us anything, we need stakes. The idea that oh, yeah. Spider Verse would 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 take place and ten minutes in they kill a Spider Man. I remember in theaters being like, he, he's dead. Like <laughs> right, the shot. Everyone, I remember. I saw Spider Verse three times in yeah. theater just because of like I. Everyone in the room. You almost can't believe it. King can just <laughs> yeah, came yeah. down on him. You, it was like, you yeah, can't you save him. It. No matter what you do, it's not going to save him. <laughs> Dead. Right? <laughs> what the hell? Right. We were just like, wait, what? Spider Wait, who? Just all the questions. And everyone getting a <laughs> notification on their phones. How that, like that, that with the sad music. I'm like, oh, yo, yeah, I got, oh. So we need that in live action. We need we need a celebration of that in live action. We need those stakes because they stabbed Toby in No Way Home, and then he was like, "Oh no, I'm good. Everything's everything's right. I'm I'm think I'm alright. Everything's fine." (laughs) They stabbed me. It hurt a little bit, but I'm I'm alright. Anyone want to get like a taco? So like, (laughs) I I feel like we need Spider Man needs more stakes. I did like in No Way Home after um on May passed. You know, you have Peter there beaten, bloody, all the stakes. He just lost his aunt. Like, we need that. Yeah. We need, we need, we need th- those levels of stakes. Oh, th- I have. Are something we done with Green be... Goblin? Are we done with Green are Goblin? We... Like, it, are are we said that the Norman version is the only version? Thus, it'll be it. Are we are we redoing Green Goblin again? What the hell happened right. with Venom? Right. <laughs> Venom? Like, there's a little speck of Venom that's in our universe. Where's the Osborn of this universe? Like, yeah. a lot of questions, but. But to answer your question about the that, what can they do with it? And it might be how, um, how can I say this? The direction they can go with Peter Parker to introduce Miles Morales is by going the way of Death of Spider-Man. The only way to overshadow or just to, to trump the death of Iron Man, like his sacrifice, to have the death of a way beloved character after his next trilogy is Death of Spider-Man. Introducing Miles Morales. Who dies? Who dies? Garfield, uh, uh, Holland, or you going Holland? Uh, I don't want to say be, Holland. It could be Maguire. It, it could be. <laughs> I was about to say it's going to be Maguire. Just the Miles Morales of that universe, due to the events of Secret Wars, comes to our universe and teams up with our universe or our conjoint universe is Tom Holland's Spider Man. And now we have two Spider Man, just like in the comics, 
inhabiting yeah. one universe. Dane DeHaan, who wasn't killed in Spider-Man 2, finds out that Spider-Man has a hate boner for him for the Gwen Stacy of it all, tries mm-hmm. to experiment on some, some, some shit, becomes the big goblin, the big brolic green goblin. Uh, Peter, yes. Peter, just full of rage and full of revenge, goes to go fight him. Goblin takes him out. And thus, and you find out about the mouse. It's all right there. This is the thing I get mad at. People say all the time, like, comic readers are so rigid. Like, they read the comic and they want it to be exactly like that in the film or the television series. No. No. Like, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe. (laughs) You can do it close. This is my options for you. Do it close. Do it better. That's it. Right? That's literally what we want. If you can't do it better than how it was written, leave it. Because it was written in the best way that it could be done. And there's nothing wrong with saying that this creator 50 years ago nailed how this should be done. There's nothing wrong with saying that. But every time they get it, they go, well, I got, we got to add my own little personal twist. To- no, 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 you don't. No, It's pretty fucking basic. Leave it as, as be. But yeah, I would love... Um, something else with Spider-Man in that Spider-Man verse. I would love Miles. I would love Venom. Like I said, the symbiote is still around in the MCU. Seemingly, uh, I don't know. I don't know how all this stuff works. To be honest, I don't know where Morbius lands in the grand scheme of things. Right, Morbius, Craven, Vulture. Homies like, talked about all the. Uh, Tom Hardy has talked about wanting to have no in Venom Three. Yeah, I've heard that. Man, now that speaking of another. Another multiversal spider threat, along with the the inheritors of Merlin, no, the god of symbiotes. Yeah, didn't Venom said it like they they have a hive mind across the multiverse of billions and billions of symbiotes. Holy crap! That just set the the, the landscape for no. They just set up no right there. That that was no right. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. That was no. <laughs> yeah. That was that was no after they tanked the whole carnage of it all. That was that was definitely yeah. no. Carnage could have been, bro. Carnage could have been way like that's supposed yeah, to be nightmares. That's supposed to be nightmare fuel. You understand? Like, that's supposed to... I remember him in, in the animated series, that weird distortion of the voice that they did with, 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 yeah. with Carnage. Was like, this guy is not somebody to mess around with. But um yeah, uh Kang is gonna be the next big bad for Marvel going forward, but knowing that they have yes, no yes. in their pocket and Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know the man, you'll be introduced soon. And I know almost no one knows the man like our boy A-Rob does. But if you're not being happy about this Kang time travel stuff, if you're missing the Thanos, if you're missing somebody that is just reckless and ruthless, Doom is coming. And when Doom gets... We are redefining... Doom Doom is is Stan Lee's favorite Marvel villain. Uh, Doom is going to redefine villainy across the board with this. And if we can get the Secret Wars Doom, if we can get him, you know, jobbing out Thanos with with the spine and all that, you know, Thanos is grabbing his ass up and just... You have to see how deadly he is, and you will see that by how you see how he defeats Thanos in the multiverse. Um, We we could be into some very interesting territory. Wild. Oh, yeah. So you have... Thor, I mean, sorry, uh, you have Doom killing Thanos, and then you have Joker in a musical across the street, <laughs> <laughs> hanging out and doing that. And that's the, that's the world we live in, bro. That's where we're and then you got Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle sipping a soda on the bench. You know? Yep. Now, now that's a CW a movie. They put it on. They put it on CW Seed. 
the Blue Beetle movie. So go ahead and, and check that out. God, that, that is crazy where we're at. And, and you know what's and, and they're going to show the just the grandioso that is Kang and and how he compares to Thanos. I'm calling this right now when they introduce King Thanos to be in Secret Wars. I'm like. Oh, they introduced a big threat for the main threat to Ho to show job, how job out, powerful yeah. he is. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm already calling it. We were, we're going to see that iconic moment from the 2015 Secret Wars where we saw King Doom just rip out Thanos' spine, but it might just Thanos be got Kang no tech. doing it. Thanos got no okay. tech. He's just brute force. Kang has an entire arsenal, including the time Armadas, empires. Timelines, dead universes that just scream Kang that he's conquered. Oh my he God! Has they've already alluded to legions of just people that he would have a spite from. I'm, that's going to be crazy. They've Secret already Wars. alluded to the to the Egyptian form of him. Remember in Newman? Yep. Yep. So we like, saw. We saw it. They're about the uh, variants. They're totally about yeah. the variants. What do you feel about the um, the leaked stuff with this mo- new Modok that we're supposed to be getting? This new, almost more mechanized. No big face. <laughs> They're not doing the big face, Modoc. <laughs> They're doing like a more mechanized uh, version. And the rumor is that it will be. Um, I can't remember if David crosses his real name or the name of the character. <laughs> Yellow think, jacket. So, uh, the character, yeah, Cross. Darren yeah, Cross. That's the character, yeah, Darren, Darren Cross. Yeah, the rumor is that he got stuck in the quantum realm at the end of Ant Man yeah, One. I heard that rumor. And and so he might be our Modoc. How do you think about that workaround? What do you think about all that? Uh, Marvel has a thing against like CGI big heads. Like even <laughs> in Captain Marvel, there's the Supreme ego? Intelligence was just like yeah, ego. Like the Supreme, but Supreme Intelligence now a Unimind. We didn't get to see that. Like Marvel yeah, has come a thing on, against man. big face things. <laughs> if you, I if guess we're not gonna see it. <laughs> if you've read Marvel comics, everyone knows that the Unimind should have been played by rest in peace Coolio. Because if you've seen Man. if you've seen the Supreme Intelligence, he just kind of looks like Coolio. It just it, it's green of a bunch of like crazy. Yeah, he just kind of looks like Coolio. Coolio. Rest um, in peace. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Coolio also, you know, somebody who passed away in literally like a couple of days ago. Um, okay. he's in the director's cut of Daredevil. He has like a whole plot yeah. in that, and he's also one of the racers in Batman and Robin. He's at that weird. Oh yeah, yeah. he's at he that. He was weird... in the, with the, in the, with the whole techno motorcycle chase party. thing. Yeah, yeah that weird, that oh weird motorcycle chase. Yeah, so my man, my man, he 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 was able to do both, bro. He, he uh, so rest in peace, a man who conquered both worlds. <laughs> Coolio, bro, <laughs> killed it. Shouts out, man. Shouts out to the man that gave us one of the dopest themes of, from Nickelodeon of nineties yeah. Nickelodeon. Yeah. Right, in the kill, in the kill, man. Right, can't beat that shit. Can't beat that shit. But uh, about the Darren Cross in Quantum Media, um, yeah, like they have this thing about big heads. I wouldn't be surprised since Kang is all about technology that his second hand or a person under him would be just all tech. Can't really go wrong with tech. There's a human. When it comes to humans, there's a bit of error with that. Yeah. So with. I'll, I'm spitballing. Maybe this might be true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Spoiler alert. If I'm right about this, <laughs> maybe when Darren Cross shrank wrong to shrink down into the quantum room, he was picked up by one of Kang's subordinates or Kang by himself brought to Chrono City, that shrunken city that we saw in him. And we all saw it. Damn it. We all saw yeah, it. We saw yeah. Chronopolis. Yes, we did. 
Kang's HQ. That's where he conquers time from. We all seen mm -hmm. it. He probably just, for lack of better words, used tech to save him. I would love if it's like a involuntary thing where where Darren's like kill me, <laughs> you know, what I'm like I, right. they made me only designed for killing. Please take me out. This is painful. Like that would be that would show the horrors of Kang. How he could just right. take somebody, completely use them as a weapon of destruction, and then put them out there uh, as is. Um, I like the idea that we've been hearing that Ant Man might be a bit too big for his britches after the events of Endgame. He has a podcast Ooh, out, yeah. you know, and he's a bit of a celebrity and stuff. So I think that's a bit that's pretty. We've never seen anyone kind of take that. Tony Stark, you think would, but he was a bit uh, humble when it came to all that kind of stuff. So seeing Ant Man mm -hmm. kind of go from criminal that no one gave any respect to to somebody who is lauded as a worldwide superhero, it'd be cool to see some of that get to his head. It's funny. This is probably gonna be a tagline too. A guy that, for a guy that can shrink to a molecular size, you sure have a big head. Like, yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You're, you're sure compensating for head. something, bro. You're definitely compensating for something, giant. And, man. <laughs> and I think that, that's definitely gonna come like to a path. That's why he probably struts. Why he's you know like I provide the quantum. I help save the world, the universe. Da 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 da. Because of the fact, I think he knows that. Well, no, I'm not hating armor bashing him, but. He's Ant-Man. He can't shoot lasers. He doesn't have yeah. super strength. He can grow big and grow small. And all those but other guys are gone. The They're all gone. Anyone right, who so could take credit for this is dead or gone. So he's one of the few that, sure, sure, it was me. Sure, I, I mean, he can literally take it all the way back to coming out of the quantum realm, realm to get to Tony to tell him about the time travel. He can literally right. take all the he credit. Was there. He was there. He was there with Steve, with Tony, with yes. Matt, and Banner, and Rhodey, and Ryan. he was there. Yeah, he can say that he, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for me, the Avengers wouldn't even know about time travel. Like, I came out of the quantum realm, I'm the one who fixed all this shit. So, it would be very interesting to see how things go uh, with there. I wonder, if, I mean, I know Michelle Pfeiffer's in it, uh, Janet might be ha have some nuggets of truth regarding the quantum realm. We know she spent some time down there. Oh yeah, her and Bill Murray's character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would be very interesting to see if she knows Kang, if she recognizes Kang. It would be super cool if Kang like, Janet! Like, <laughs> oh, you, you left! This is the last barbecue! Hey, girl, you looking good! I, I haven't seen you for a while. Did you, you went to the regular you, regular world, huh? Really? Oh, That's crazy. What was that? <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I, I, I would like to see this regular world that you spoke <laughs> Hey, bro, I, I, I'd kill for all of that. I'd kill for all of that. Um, They're being incredibly secretive about that film and that comes really out are. next year if i'm not mistaken right yeah, isn't that the one that year. starts off that's going to be the one that starts off next year's um i, I was typing in waspamania <laughs> yeah no ant-man uh waspamania waspamania comes out february bro february so yeah, we're talking yeah. about less than less than four months from now that's crazy. We finally get a like the create like a true introduction of Kang. We haven't touched him since Loki. How do you feel about that trailer, Loki season two? Uh well, I've seen from the leaks. It looks like it's, we're going to get a lot of the the same vibes. Like I guess for lack of better words, a Doctor um Doctor um who kind of feel Rick yeah. and Morty, time wimey craziness, zaniness. You know, yeah. 
yeah. new variants with time travel. They're going to time and space. You know, it's crazy. One McDonald's. I sent some pictures of them at a McDonald's. I'm like, what's going right, on? You know, man, space McDonald's. Now we're going to be in space Wendy's. You know, it's going to be crazy. Bro, go to McDonald's. <laughs> they should go back in time from when McDonald's was founded, and the founder is Michael Keaton. <laughs> we got a Michael <laughs> Keaton cameo. <laughs> we find a way to get a Michael Keaton cameo in Loki. But no, I'm very curious as the end goal to Loki. Are we dealing in a world in which this character will be redeemed and thrown back into the mainline continuity? Oh, or is this always so. meant to be pocket adventures and he'll just die and no one will ever know because they all knew that Loki died in Endgame? I think with the we're probably going to get the answer to that with Loki too. And Loki, I'm calling it, he's going to end up in a situation that will put him smack dab in the center of Secret Wars with Thor. We're gonna get a reunion of the Odinson brothers. We have and to. Thor's gonna feel some type of way because that's not his brother that he knows or remembers. Right. But he's gonna have the same feels because we know that Loki saw that Loki's whole entire history up until he died. So he might, you know, feel some type of way about seeing his brother with a new axe hammer and an eye <laughs> yes. and a daughter. He's got the long hair now. Um, I was thinking about um, just like Loki in general, and I love, I've always loved the scene. Dark World gets a lot of shit, but the scene where he makes everything kind of crumble because he just finds out about his mom. Well, he's there. He like no sells the news. They tell him like your mom's dead. And he like no sells the news. And then real quick, he just kind of like goes like this and everything yeah, across every- the room throws such a small moment but like tells you so much about the character um that that's what i want i want more uh gravitas that way even thor when thor is going thanos is a bastard amongst the line of bastards that try to take me out whatever and then you know but you can see tears welling in his eyes like he's saying all the pompous stuff all the big mighty stuff but you can see that he's been affected by Nothing has stopped. Like these people dying in Thor's life. Back, right? back to back. As he's saying that, like he's just a long line of bats. He's remembering why Thanos is a long line of. He killed half his people. Yeah, and and if if you want to even say like, oh, that was five years ago. What's five years ago to somebody who lived five thousand years? Right. Might five as well be a week like, ago. Yeah, right? might as well be or a week like, ago. So he's lost like, so much since he's joined the Avengers. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, and it'll be interesting to see him meet some of these other characters. Oh yeah! Oh my goodness! The interactions I can already imagine with the new Avengers, the Eternals, the Thunderbolts. Oh man, it, it's girl, gonna be hilarious! Girl Clint, Fantastic Four. Please come over here, girl Clint. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, so there's a new, <laughs> uh, there's a new uh, Ultra now. Her name is Bishop. Uh, okay, and there's a new Hulk. Um, oh, you're kind of. Alt for Hulk. Yeah, oh my gosh. She, Moon she, Man. Okay, come it, over here, Moon Man. <laughs> I'm calling it. Thor's going to hit on Jennifer. Thor's hitting on Jennifer. I'm calling it. <laughs> oh. You have all the good of Banner, but none of the bad. <laughs> none of the bad. You have, you have the body of a Hulk. And I mean body. Yeah. Addy, 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 addy. <laughs> and Mega shows up. Yeah, I'm fucking down. I'm so down. Oh, we... We have to talk about uh, Born Again. Born Again. Uh, oh, Daredevil. Yes. Our boy, Matt Murdock. How many episodes? So here's the Is thing. I, I I might be getting this wrong. I know that there's a set. I want to say there's over 20 episodes of this thing. Uh, yep. So here's my thing, though. They said it's a... I put Daredevil Devil. Um, they, they said that it was a... Um, 
Okay, so they're saying it's one season, and it's a certain amount of episodes. I think they're going to break it up. I think they're going to – a 20-whatever episode season – 27 is what it says. 27. There's no way they're doing a 27 season. Oh, no, sorry, 18. It's a 27 television series. Isn't that crazy? 18. The first season of of Daredevil is going to contain 18 episodes. I don't think so. I think you go nine and nine. You know, right, eighteen yeah. seems nice crazy. Break. Eighteen seems crazy. Nine and nine. Because when does Daredevil come out? Uh, Born Again is uh, scheduled for a twenty-four release. So that's going to fit somewhere in the timeline. Dick. Hmm. I'm trying to think of from. I'm trying to think of it from Kevin's point of view. So if you have this. Long TV series, bunch of episodes, and it, it's all connected. And he's trying to tell a story. It's got to fit in somewhere, especially if he's going to be in She-Hulk. Right. Daredevil is going to be the, the the that he's going to be the street level Wong. Right. He's going to be the tying all the street cool. level heroes to bring them to the upper that next level of superhero, you know, antics. Yeah, I. <laughs> Again, selfishly, as somebody who watched the animated series, I want Mr. Parker. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you've applied for the Fisk, uh, 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 what is it, grant for college. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> you're a smart oh young man. Oh, my God. That's all I need, oh, bro. So you're a smart young man, and I hope you do well for Hell's Kitchen. Or any, any, literally, the smartest thing. That's all I need. I always do the son of a boxer. <laughs> son of a boxer. <laughs> Mr. Good evening, Mr. Castle. <laughs> when I was a boy, oh, that's it. He's so good in that, bro. He's so this Nafrio is the best king. When kid. you Just, get to the end uh, of of season three of Daredevil, you got that triple threat going on in the house where he's t- he takes fucking bullseye and breaks his back over the corner of a he wall. He bames him. <laughs> no, and just drops him. That's it. Just drops him. And then <laughs> pulls his punches against Daredevil because he loves Vanessa. Vanessa. <laughs> and Daredevil, whap, 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 whap. I beat you. Whap, whap, whap. I beat you. <laughs> oh, that, bro. So good. I need some of that. I need some of that. Oh, so good. I need some of that in... Uh, in Definitely. It's coming back, especially with the Born Again title. I think this might be how or this might be the, the theme of the show with being born again. Mm-hmm. Was Matt Murdock snapped during the um the the blip? That because would be an interesting and almost necessary occurrence for that. Because character. he was the reason why, you know, why he why Vanessa couldn't come back to the States, why Kingpin did mess with Foggy and Karen. Yeah. And now that Daredevil was, you know, dead, gone, there's nothing stopping Kingpin from messing up Daredevil's life. Yeah. Because who say that Foggy and Karen didn't get snapped? And they just had to deal with all the aftermath of Matt and Daredevil, all their problems that they just have to deal with. And one of those is Kingpin and him wanting revenge because Kingpin knows who Karen is. Bro, no, I'd, I'd, I'd even bring you back. I'd even bring back. Uh, fucking Bozai. Right, he's coming back. He we saw the bro, surgery. Bro, he's kicking his ass with pencils. 
He's like bouncing on the show. He's whooping his man's ass with like random rudimentary fucking like, items. Pencils, staplers, uh, Yo, a plant. So, <laughs> so good. I don't know why they never thought about doing that before. It's so easy to like aim at something with your eye and just throw it forward. But his ricochet skills, I was like, yo, this motherfucker's dangerous. Straight and up dangerous. Catch shield. Oh, dangerous. it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And the thing dangerous. is, in Born Again, the the idea of Born Again in the comics is that for some reason, I don't know why they wrote it this way, Karen Page is a drug drug addict. And yeah, it's yeah, a dark time of comics. Yeah, yeah she goes through <laughs> she goes through a, a drug addict and she has a, a bunch of people looking for her, like looking for her. Like they want to find her, you know, any means necessary kind of shit. And uh, to make some money, she basically sells Daredevil's identity. Uh, right. He sells his identity. Some guy gets it. He thinks Fisk would want it. So he goes to Fisk and he's like, yo, I got Daredevil's identity. He sees it and goes, has anyone else seen this? And he's like, well, me and a couple other people. Fisk has those people killed. So no one else knows but Fisk. And then a lot of what happens in Daredevil season three happens. He finds, he uses Nuke. From there to with Jessica Jones season one, I want to say Nuke, uh, uh, Officer. Simpson. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he, he uh, Kingpin takes Nuke and gives him the Daredevil suit like he did with Bullseye to make an evil Daredevil out there on the streets to kind of sully his name. He gets him disbarred. He gets him evicted. He blows up his apartment and then he takes him, puts him in a in a cab welds the door shut and drives the cab off a fucking cliff which i want to say happens also in daredevil season three he gets thrown off a he wakes up in a cab like in the water or whatever the fuck so all of that stuff bring all that stuff i need to see daredevil and spider-man together one one time can i get one, one time can I get please one? please kevin i liked i liked their electra you know i liked uh old girl they brought for the show for electra oh yeah uh I appreciate too Karen Page be could cool to see. There was rumors that they're bringing back their version of Foggy Nelson, but a cool joke would be Happy Hogan being like, "You look familiar," because he played Foggy <laughs> in a uh, Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Yeah, so that would be really really cool. Um, but you can't go wrong. These two changed. Like I love Daredevil more as a character because of that show. Instantly. Same here. Um, Same here. Same here, watching the show made me go back and start reading the Daredevil comics and the all new, all different Daredevil with Electra taking up the mantle. Yo, how good at, like, how good was that so run? Much Daredevil. Like I, it was really it was really good. That highly was recommend really it. Good. I highly recommend everyone listening. Go read all new, all different Daredevil. Yeah, man. It's great. The most recent run by Chip Zdarsky has been some really, really, really good stuff. And like you said, the introduction of Elektra playing her own version of Daredevil, so freaking good. And like I said, like I was watching the series and I'm like, why did the movies never touch on Stick? Stick is such a fucking cool character. I didn't know he was so integral to the Daredevil property because the movie didn't fucking say anything about him. That's like Batman not having an Alfred in the movie. What do you mean you don't have an Alfred? What the fuck? So... <laughs> yeah, there's still there's still room to grow. If, in my opinion, just I, I I rather for the simplicity of me, you just keep everybody, bring in stick the same guy, bring in Karen Page the same girl, you know, bring in uh, Deborah Ann Wall and bring in um, Foggy as it is, and then you we're we're the fans that want a little bit of something, get a hint of it, like the Daredevil thing, and now we're going. So Punisher when? 
So, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I know we said Daredevil win, and then you told us. So now, <laughs> uh, Punisher win. And some, to be honest, with a lot of the groundwork that they're laying, Punisher fits perfectly in this universe now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially on that street level uh, for our heroes. Definitely with Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica. If there's a power uh, you know, broker Luke. out there, if Star Tech is out there, there's a bunch of shit going on out there. Yeah, and vibranium loose out in the world. You know, there's vibranium, a lot going on. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Vibranium loose. Some of the most, like the MacGuffins for a lot of these right, right now in She-Hulk. There's a there was a vibranium needle. Yeah. Like, so we see about oh, and so talking about going back to Deadpool and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. We're talking about metals. The introduction of adamantium. The straight up introduction. No bullshit. No no half measures. Like Straight up introduction of adamantium. That they're gonna have to talk about and retcon. Not a retcon, but just talk about a lot. Or unless this is gonna be another situation where Wolverine is kind of like held to a capacity of like Charles Xavier. Like I don't wanna say he's not gonna have a lot to do with the entire story of Marvel going forward, but he's just gonna impact Deadpool's story going yeah. forward. Yeah. And until again, we get our universe's Wolverine. Again, an embarrassment of riches. Like the idea that we're even here, the idea that we're even at this precipice where we can go, yeah, just Wolverine stories. Yeah, just, you know, we're going to adapt She-Hulk. It's going to be a thing. We're going to do, we're going to make the abomination some kind of weird yogi that's just about like fucking being meditation. That's all bullshit. I don't trust him. I don't trust that man. <laughs> Again, oh, yeah. very not trustworthy. Don't know what that man's up to. He's up to some, uh, up to some bad. But it's one of those things where, I see the tracks being laid for the the road that we will be put on, but I almost like I have full faith. So I'm not really trying to pull strings and be like, oh, what's going on here? This doesn't make sense. They find a way to make it make sense. Um, and the, the, here's a, here's a stupid, silly thing. If you were a fan of the Marvel Netflix shows, ultimately you were disappointed because the the big uh, thing that you wanted to happen was for them to be acknowledged by the full on MCU, the actual MCU films. And that never really happened, right? So, you know, we have a honest to God case of that happening now where we can be watching a film and a She-Hulk or a Moon Knight or a Bucky or a Cap can just show up because they exist in the world. And when that happens, I'm gonna, I'm, how hard is that? I'm just like, White Vision just randomly shows up and one of these things is like, <laughs> I, I know him because I saw him in the thing. Like, that's 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 what's happening. <laughs> it's the meme, bro. It's the point of me, bro. It, 100%. It's the Leo point of me. Like, it's the point of me, bro. Like, and that's where we're at. Like, any, any one character from another movie or show can just easily be dropped into another. And, that, and I feel like Deadpool will be that character. Deadpool could be on the Avengers, the X-Men. He can be on the Fantastic Four if he wanted to. He can be on the Thunderbolts. He was on the Thunderbolts. Like, yes, he totally he can be was. On the Midnight yep. Suns. Like he can fight any number of aliens, robots, gods. Oh my! Like yeah. you know, the doors like, are completely open at this point. Like I mean, I'm already sensing a Deadpool Spider-Man team up. Like Deadpool would definitely be like the team up like character going forward. Like how Wong is like almost in everything. Deadpool would be that going forward because who doesn't love Deadpool? and seeing him do like dirty jokes with tom holland would be hilarious 
Oh, you know, that, like li- little cutesy chimney sweep Tom Holland, and then you got you know Deadpool. Like, hey man, uh, any webs come out of anywhere else? You know, kind of, kind of stuff there. Oh my god, just, so just the banter alone between these four characters, right? Deadpool, Spider Man, Blade, and Wolverine. Just imagine those four in the room. <laughs> and twenty Hilarious. years ago, twenty years ago, impossible. Impossible, but now it's about to happen within two. Like the fact that it can. It's crazy. It's crazy how much uh, how much things have changed since then. Do you have anything else on the news front? Uh, um, this might be uh, one for out of left field for a lot of people. Harrison Ford being rumored to (laughs) replace the late great uh, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Yep, John Hurt. Um, I say no. I know this might be blasphemous. I don't want. I don't want to recast. Really? Um, I don't want to recast. I want the listen. The character itself has already um, expressed that he's had multiple heart attacks. There's no reason why he couldn't have one that took him down for good. Um, it'd be to me. It'd be more important if Allegro was a huge Thunderbolt Ross fan. Mm. Just like the way he he handled business, you know, worked for him secretly, and now he's passed, and now she has to now kind of take up take up stuff. Yeah, that's all, you, that's what's gonna happen. But I guess if you want to go Red Hulk, capacity. This might be crazy, but if you want to go Red Hulk, uh, Thunderbolt Ross wasn't the only Ross to hold the Red Hulk title, man. You understand? Mm. Betsy, Betsy is uh, or Betty, uh, she she gets on it. And maybe that, I mean, Red Hulk versus Green Chi Hulk, like maybe, maybe, maybe that's where we go, you know? I mean, um, hey, yeah, because like Betsy Ross isn't dead in MCU. She's still around. And if we had to, if we had to, had to, had to, had to, had to have Thunderbolt Ross in a film, Sam Elliott's right there. Sam Elliott is right there. And he already played him in the MCU. Uh, so, like, I feel like it's, you know, you, 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 you have an out there. Um, Harrison True. Ford. The only reason why I'm against Harrison Ford is he never seems happy to do anything. Right. Yeah. Like with Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Like he's just never age, happy. He's not happy, he, and that's fine. Leave the man alone. He's, like, he's supposed to be left alone. hundred <laughs> percent. Leave the man alone. Leave the man alone. Like as you said, they, they should have left it at that. The character in the MCU has expressed that he's had multiple like cardiac arrests, heart attacks, triple bypasses. Uh, yeah. quadruple bypasses. Uh, quadruple you, bypasses. You, you telling me that man didn't see Arishem have a heart attack and die? He's like, you know what, man? This is it. This is it. I'm, I'm done. I, you know, I, we, we oh, might see a it. little bit. Of, <laughs> I'm coming home, Elizabeth. I'm, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> like, we might see that come to pass a little bit in New World Order with uh, the leader and still having possession of some of the Hawks' blood from the Incredible Hulk movie. Maybe he's someone that the government trusts because he says that he has the most, he's the subject matter expert on these kinds of gamma radiated people. And so, mm-hmm. he, you know, that could totally be a thing as well, you know, his big ass head. <laughs> right. Because we, we know that, like, in the tie in comic to the movie, that Black Widow did arrest him. Like, he was arrested. Yeah. And sent yeah. to the raft. Like, yeah. he's still in universe, you know. So it's, it's all the groundwork is there. They just need to figure out how to tie it on together. And I think with Thunderbolts and NWO, they're really going to tie in that 
you know, Red Hawk origin, especially with at the end of Love and Thunder with Hercules coming to Earth to raise all types of chaos. Yeah. And Hulk and Banner went to Sakaar. And Thor is out in space. Who can fight that? Except I fully believe Banner has some <laughs> fraternity papers handed to him over there. Like, <laughs> but, uh, Banner, Banner, come back to Scar. You got you left the um. You can just come back. We got yes, some issues. Yes, <laughs> I, and and if again, if uh, if Feige's listening to me and my uh, whims and desires, I want Jennifer Walters uh, defending the Hulk in a paternity suit in Sakar with the judge being. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> if we could, that if we could do that, be hilarious. Jeff Goldblum was like, uh, "Yeah, so uh, that was a pretty good uh, argument, but uh, I wasn't paying attention." So, <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Like, and the security <laughs> officer could be Topaz. Yeah, right. I need me my melty stick. That's it, bro. It's so easy. They got it right there, bro. It's Just so do easy. It. Just do it. And that's what and they deserve. They deserve to have it easy because they busted their ass for 10 years to be where they're at. DC, take freaking notes. But it's all about it's all about examining oneself. It's all about taking a breath. It's all about reboots, revitalization of any property, including this, uh, the major issues podcast. So wow, what a hell of a way back. What a hell of an episode back. Yep, yep, yep. Um, it's great to be on the show. Hey, Rob, you did a hell of a job, but we're n- now you've done possibly the worst thing you could possibly ever do because now we need you every week. We need this <laughs> insight. We need this news. I know. I know. It, it's a lot. We need this news. Let's let's do it. Let's let's do it episode by episode basis. Can you be back for me and these people next week as we tackle Werewolf by Night? Yes, sir, I can. Definitely for Werewolf by Night. Oh, oh, oh. Fun that, fact, I love werewolves. Down with vampires. <laughs> That's a hey, vampires <laughs> suck. That's what I hear. So, <laughs> so, no, so, yeah, this has been a true return to form for the Major Issues podcast as we try to evolve just like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, less so than the DCEU. But the best part about this evolution is... All the facts stay the same, which means that you guys know that you guys can go to Facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. We're doing some major numbers on Facebook, so make sure that you're following us there. We are also at Major Issue CBC on our Twitter. We have a website, comicbookclick.com. Every Woo! single episode of the podcast is automatically uploaded there but past that original articles by us you can purchase our merchandise if you hit that shop cbc link i will be working on in the interim by the time this episode drops there will be a mephisto confirmed t-shirt that will be out mephisto, mephisto confirmed so go ahead and grab <laughs> that we also have a patreon patreon.com slash cbc clubhouse where for as little as 10 cents a day, $3 a month. You can get exclusive uh, commentaries that we've done for movies. If you think a movie's bad, you just want to hear us talk shit over it. You got that. (laughs) We have have YouTube videos. We have all kinds of stuff exclusive for those that have been uh, donating and helping us out there. Thank you guys who have been because it's, it's been... Ah, it, it's been the motivation to keep this thing going and all those who have been liking sharing subscribing telling a friend to tell a friend the biggest thing that you could do for us though rate and review us on itunes it's the quickest way for us to grow sure. as podcasters and find out what you guys like and what you don't 
Hey, Rob, I've been to the future. I have. This is the first time you're hearing of this, but I used to say this in every episode. I've been to the future where we do become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media. We do. CBC does. Comic Book Click does. I can't tell you how we do it. I'd, I'd mess up the timeline. But I want to tell you that we do become that because now's the time to get on the bandwagon before the bandwagon becomes full. In the future, we'll be, see, we'll be light years ahead. So get on now. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And soon we'll find out if all of this is truly just a phase. That's a hint, ladies and gentlemen, that things are to be coming to our Facebook across the board. But like I said, Consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes for free. Consider joining the Patreon for $3 a month. Consider buying a piece of merchandise from our shop CBC link at comicbookclick.com, which not only will give you guys a unique piece of merchandise designed by myself, but also we get a kickback from every single thing purchased. But the one thing we really need you guys to do, be back next week. Because next week we will tackle the werewolf by night. But, but my name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. And it's been your boy, Aaron Robinson, a.k.a. A-Rob the Marvel God. And this has been our Return to Form, episode 251 of the Major Issues Podcast, breaking down majority of the news that we have missed in the interim time. But always remember, whether or not you're a part of a vampire movie and you can't seem to be greenlit because no one can write a script or whether or not you think you're the black superman and therefore the hierarchy of the dc universe is about to change always remember that we are the click and more importantly that you yes you are worthy